11 o'clock comics episode 185 I was busting. Oh, did somebody draw Cyclops all like chunky? Chunky with pouches? No. <laughs> and nobody knocked Gil Kane and, and, and... Put the, put the, put the, put the wrong rating on a book or something. No, 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 no. It's, and it's, and it's just... Put the hyphen out of something. So I got, I got my Chris hat on tonight. Uh-oh. Someone called his dad. The one with the nipple on it? Someone actually did, but that's all right. But, um, the, uh... Um, Wait, you don't get into it now because you won't be able to hear it. I'm just saying, I think this would pretty much kill any chances we have of getting this artist out. Ooh, oh man, that sounds juicy. I like that. Well, and we weren't, we weren't going to get Jim. It's too short to reach the microphone. Oh, he's making a snap. I'm so glad that Dave Windows is back on our forum because he, he's, he's giving me things to dream about. Did I tell you, I, I tweeted, was it today or yesterday? I had dreamed about Dave Windows. Yes, yes, good to be back. I was singing with him. Think that would ever happen. And he, he nailed the song, and I was just like, I was fair. In, in, in all honesty, I would love to hear him cover that song. You were? You 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 were you were dawn to his Tony Orlando. Mm. Who knows if you ever go to a convention again with us, you might get a meeting. Oh. But just I mean, picture this in your in your mind: Monster Magnet doing locomotive breath. Come on, it's a natural. That the song is tailor made for his voice. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it is, and he is, and we are because this is. I don't care if the song is done. Three, this three, three quarters awesome. Right, but hey, don't let the 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 sorry, pus- sorry. pussy out of the sack. This is 11 O'Clock Comics, episode 185, and I am Vince B, and I'm all jacked up on something I read. I loved it. Jack, jacked up on something you read. I did. I loved it. Okay, Go ahead. Okay. Just jacked up generally. Uh, I'm Christopher Naismith. Stop. What? <laughs> what? Uh, I'm I'm David Price. I, I am jacked up over a couple things I read, and, and I'm a little bent over something I read. So I heard to the right. Oh, always to the right. Dude. That's what she says to the right. Absolutely. She got she yeah. got to lean into it. But anyway, if and it, I'm not here, right? Oh. She, oh, for those of you taking score, Jason Wood is not here. He's sti- he's still on assignment in Umbotu, and uh, he's going to try and get to us uh, maybe in an hour. Uh, I think he's kicking it with Julian in Baltimore. Baltimore. Uh, well, Hanging good her. for him then. Strolling up and down to see where Dave uh, Barksdale Brad. used to hang yeah. out. Yeah, eating some crab cakes. And if you noticed, Mr. Price's clarity is much uh, more uh, fidelic. Is that even a word, fidelic? The, David's fidelity is much clearer, haha, this week, because I don't know what he's doing, but he's sounding much better. So, yay. No more, compla- no more complaints in that yeah. department. Yeah, might be in the three man booth. All right. Well, what's and up? thank you, DCBS, uh-huh. for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> Discount Comic Book Service. That's DCBService.com, where you 
can snigger at retail prices because you don't have to pay them. You can get your books from 35 to 75% off their monthly spotlight specials, and they are the best. Every month they just select books that they deem worthy of the extra discount. You can get up to 75% off those books, and if you're a first-time customer, enter the following code into the wonderfully groomed slot. What's the code, David? EOC. Eight. They actually can hear you this time. EOC8, and you'll get an extra 8% off your order, bringing your total, wow, to a whopping, probably somewhere around you know 58%. That's crazy if you play your cards right. If you just yeah. order you know the small stuff, you're not going to get it. Uh, you get 35 30 35% off, but you can maximize your discounts if you are smart. Discount Comic Book Service, DC, yeah, D- DCBService.com. They're, they're great. Did you uh, all like, um, order the 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 Wally Wood Artist Edition? No, in your DCBS. I, I did not. I did not. It was too expensive. Well, what what was the, well the what was the DCBS discount? On I think it, it was ninety five, wasn't it? Okay, Nin- yeah, so it was like, yeah, so it was like thirty bucks off. Um, I gotta get that thing when it comes out because it's gonna be huge. It's gonna be awesome. It is gonna be nice and big too. Yeah. And I, I was I was a little teary eyed when I saw the Ramita one too because I I, I want that as well. But yeah. it, that that puts a major crimp in the stuff I can get per month. It's, it's, see, Wallywood I think is somebody who we all talk about and that everybody talks about when when they talk about great artists in, in the medium. But I I'd, I'd like to do a poll and and see how many listeners, how many people out there have. Wallywood artwork in their long boxes somewhere. I mean, we we've yeah. got Daredevil, we've got you know Inking Eisner, we've we we we've got him with Thunder Agents. We have him doing things here and there, but I mean, it's not like he had a long run on a bunch of things where, where people might have you know a couple of yeah. Wallywood issues. Well, I something. mean, yeah, but I mean, there's there's not a whole lot of people that still have like you know EC issues. True, right? Now. Well, right, exactly. reprints. There's there's a gazillion oh, yeah, sure. reprints. Right. So yes, yeah, so you might have some collections that might have a story or two that he did. But but I mean, we we all know, and, and obviously by this artist edition, we know that that there's a market for his work, and he's so damn talented. But it's he, he is. We talk about underrated artists, or, or my favorite artist who doesn't get enough love, and things like that. But Wallywood, I think, is just one of those guys who, sadly, Good one. nobody has a lot of his work in their collection. That's preposterous. Yeah. I know it is, uh, and hopefully, this something like this artist edition will will will, will remedy that. Have you ever seen? Uh, I have the kitchen sink edition. There may be another edition out there somewhere of the Wallywood Will Eisner team up that the uh, the spirit on the moon. Have you ever was seen he that? Space? He was in space, right? Oh my god, it is unbelievably gorgeous. Um if I had to pick ten graphic novels that I would save from that old burning house scenario, I would definitely grab that one. It is ungodly. The well you got Eisner who's pretty much top of the heap alone and then combine him with Wally Wood oh jesus oh, yeah. the 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 figure drawing the shadows the machinery the typography it's all dead on and uh, like i said mine's kitchen sink i don't know if it's ever been reprinted but if you see it at a con or if you see it for sale on ebay or somewhere grab it you're you're it, you'd be hard pressed to find very much better than that it it's, it's his weird science stuff oh yeah. oh yeah yeah but it, it's, it's so so good. It, I think knowing that 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 Wallywood worked with Will Eisner, it. I know it's. I guess it's apples and oranges for for some people, or or 
preposterous to even consider these two artists in, in, in that vein, but you don't get too many, and maybe it's hindsight where, where we can look at these two. They complement each other together. very well. But it's, it, 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 I don't think, I, we, we've had great pencil and inker teams, but I don't think a, a massive, and, and please tell me if I'm wrong, a, 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 co- a collaboration like Wood and Eisner, I don't think was repeated until maybe Perez Inc. Burn on, on Action Comics. Where you had Ooh. two people, two two artists that that fandom absolutely adored during the eighties. One was the Marvel guy, one was the DC guy, but then they actually worked together for a short period of time. And and I don't know if anything as far as who we saw as as great artists ever kind of worked together before or since. I'd need some time to think about that. Like, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I can't. No, I don't want to say that. That's not nice. But <laughs> no, I won't say it. It's, it's not nice. Hey, Chris, what yes. are you drinking? I, sir, thank you. Uh, am drinking uh, a spotted cow. Wow! Right from the 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 teat. Right from the teat. Yep. Mm. Right there in New Glarus, Wisconsin. One of my one of my favorites. And uh, uh, I had to uh, had to get our all of our our stock of New Glarus beers and get them in the fridge because uh, the furnace. Started kicking on this week, so I had to get it out of the yeah. furnace room. So all of our all of our new Glarus is in the fridge now. So I'll be I'm probably you know, dipping into that on a nightly basis here. So hmm. how about you? How about you, fine sir? What what are you drinking this evening? You're not talking to me. Yes, I'm talking. Yeah. To oh, you. really? I yes. tried something new. I went to the uh, distributor specifically to pick up Sam Adams, mm-hmm. but when I saw the price per case, I said. Uh, I don't think so. And you pay for quality. I know, I know, I know. But it's only, I mean, we're not going to get into that argument. It's, I it's, know, I know. It's, it's just fuel. It's just fuel, air. right? So I got what I thought is uh, pretty much a reasonable substitute. It's yingling, but it's yingling I've never tried before. It's yingling porter. Now, I do drink it in the black and tan, but this is just a straight porter. That's good. It's really good, yeah. The yingling porter, I'm sure it's a nice little porter. I like it a lot. It's dark. Yeah. It's it's got some some mm-hmm. teeth teeth to it. I like it a lot. Yeah, you know, porter can be a nice refreshing beer though. And it was only like twenty three bucks a case, as right. opposed to like almost forty for the Sam Adams. I'm like, oh, well, man. dude. I mean, it's not like I mean, th- there's a lot going on in Massachusetts right now. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> but Western Mass isn't doing too well. I mean, they some of those people aren't aren't expected to get their power back until. Yeah, what is going not. on with you people out there? Dude, it's freaking it's, crazy. Jesus, I, I, Floods, I, I, earthquake. When when does the swarm of hurricanes locusts come? That's because the Antichrist is in this area, so they're trying to take him out. <laughs> oh well, I mean, well, no, I mean, Santorum is in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, but the other guy, <laughs> the other guy's in the White House, so. Stop it. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the, can, uh, was, can I was, not piss you off, Chris? Come on. Um, I didn't know Rick Perry was, was trying to take the tour with everyone else. You front. can't swing a dead cat without hitting a wacko in Washington. Yeah. Luck, luckily, yeah. the best dude is the shortest. So he just passes underneath the cat. <laughs> wait, is that the, wait, that's not the one that, um, 
was like sexually harassing all of his employees, right? No, no, well, that's 90, that's Kane, right? The ninety-nine, ninety-nine. Let's, not, let, let's not let's not talk politics, David. Let's no, not. Let's, not. let's talk religion uh, instead. I went. Uh, <laughs> I went. I went the, uh, the 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 cheap route tonight. I got some Gallo family Merlot. Nice. Look at you. I know, right? right? I, I switched it up on you, Vince. That's Vince? cool. Yes, but wait, before you get into things. No, God. Guess okay. what time it is? I got thank yous. It's 11 o'clock. I got to get these out of the way, and then we can, right. well, not out of the way, but I have to give these people their proper due. Uh, thankfully, I found someone to get me a uh, uh, composite Hulk at the New York City Comic Con. Yes. That is, uh, I don't want. I don't know if he wants me to say his whole name, but it's Joey N. Yeah, and, and it's uh, hey, Captain DS9E on the on the Twitter, and so he picked up the uh, composite Hulk, the Marvel Universe figure for me, and I, I thank him very much. But when I got the box, there was something else in there, and I feel like such a fool. Well, I don't because now I have it in a collected edition. And I think it is much better presented in that format. But I slept on this book in individual issues, and I feel like such a, a heel for doing so. He sent me the uh, Batwoman Elegy Deluxe Edition. Yeah. And and I, I swear to God, why did I let this book go when it was been? I don't know published? because I wasn't talking about it like every month. No, you did. You did, but Ghost Rider. Yeah, you did, but it is <laughs> it is a Gotham title, and then there for a while, I didn't want to touch anything with Gotham in it or that's on true. it or the, the the pages with the werewolf. I'm assuming that's what it is, right? Yeah. Oh my God, they're gorgeous. They're just it's, a, yeah, I, it's, yeah, it might be James Williams best work i mean it's and, and not it's not so good but the, the he even goes the extra distance as to put light sources coming from underneath like on, on the abdomen of the werewolf he's got this green in the four oh my god it's it's stunning and the layout jesus Im- impeccable I, I love this book i gotta read it I, I mean i love it just by looking at it but oh I'm you sure gotta read it because the story's great too yeah Oh, look at that. That snarling big panel with the with the werewolf and you see the spittle and it's, oh, it's beautiful. But anyway, so thank you, Joey, for sending this to me. You're, you're crazy. You shouldn't have done it. And I appreciate it. I'm going to talk about it next week. And I got something else, too. Guess what I got, David? What you got? The second issue of La Mano del Destino. Yes. From our buddy oh, yeah. uh, Jay Gonzo. He sent yes. me this, the second I, issue. I'm- he gave, he gave he, yeah he gave it to me at the show and I wanted to talk about it last week. It's awesome. It I is. Met, I, I met him at, at New York Comic Con. What a nice guy. Oh, you bastard. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I I, I didn't meet him. Did you didn't? I didn't. I I, didn't. I want to, and I eventually will. But oh, yeah, I'd like. To. Really nice guy. Super talented too. Did you notice the paper? Yeah, no, no, yeah, because I haven't gotten it yet. Oh, oh, that's so great. It's the, on its way. It's, yeah. It has this faux aging on it, the tops of the... Oh, I love that. The, it's, the top. It's, 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 not, it's not the the really crappy, high-calendar garbage toilet paper that no. most no, it's comics nice. are printed on. It's The paper's really nice. He uses a color pal- palette that is specific to the region in which these stories take place this is yeah. a, a uh, very cool like like a like a mexican uh, it's, it's almost like a muted pastel love it palette. i love it so much yeah. but he didn't stop there he also included 
an original color drawing of martial law. <laughs> and Chris, if you look on page one, the the um, I'm gonna kill my kids. I'm gonna twist them into hairy pretzels. The uh, the 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 page where little, hair, little hairy Italian pretzels. Really, they're in the gym. You know, though you see in the background all the the pictures on the wall, in the in the gym scene of the wrestlers, like the posters and the pictures and the headshots of all the wrestlers. I have my copies of. Uh, he, he sent me the original art for one of those. Um, little uh pictures and it's awesome really el, el oso it's so nice but i have to make a plea to the listeners diamond uh the evil yeah, entity yeah. that is diamond <laughs> cut him off at the knees they carried his first issue and nothing after that so you you need you need to go to his website and i'm looking for it in the book it's uh castle and key publications dot com that's what it is castle and key publications dot com go to his website uh order every if you don't have the first issue order it get the second issue because this is one of those books that i'm gonna do everything in my power to see that it gets supported because it is so worthwhile and this guy let's screw diamond fuck them if they didn't want to carry the book it's their loss you we need to order this book get on there and get it because it's well worth it it's 350 it's loaded with stuff i think it's it's way longer than 22 pages and the art's beautiful and the passion the guy has for the subject matter you will it'll be readily apparent from the first page you need to get this that's awesome jay gonzo yeah. he yeah. is Awesome, La Mano del Destino. The bastard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, in the show notes, um, put the put the URL in there. I, I will and, do and, that, and, and people can go and check it out there on our forum, which is where David forum dot podcast dot com or eleven o'clock comics dot com. Yeah, because you can get there both ways. It's awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vince. Hello, reco- my brother. We're recording this, so it will be documented and for the, all the world to, to hear. Thank you. Ooh. Oh. Wait a minute. Are they supposed uh-huh. to shrink up into you like that? I know. I know. Tell scared. me about it. Scared. I'm scared. Uh, my nipples are hard. I got, no. I got a big all old three. huge Amazon box earlier this week. <laughs> oh, Someday Funnies. You got yeah, it. Yeah, it's nice. really good. It is. huge, dude. It's- yeah, it's neat. It's neat. It's David a, got it too. I, I put yeah. I had to tweet a photo of it. I, I put my iPad against it, and 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 it's the, the goddamn iPad screen is minuscule in front of it. It's it's a gorgeous thing. I started to. I don't want to step on Chris. I, I flipped through it oh, go for while, while while our power was out. <laughs> so I didn't um, I didn't really get into it because I kind of wasn't in the mood. But um, yeah. it's just it's it's fantastic. I mean, seriously, you, you, this is, this will keep you occupied for literally hours. Yeah. Well, I was going to say weeks, but yeah. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, See, you know what you should have did? Well, you should have opened, no, ahead. you should just should have opened it up and let the magnificence of the book light and heat your home. Because <laughs> it would have. <laughs> uh, I just turned to the Shazam Sayer. Okay. There you yeah. go. No, it's, now, it's, it's probably my new, uh, my new coffee table book. Oh, and how this is. Yeah, it it almost is. Uh, yeah, I'll probably just keep it on the coffee table and and read a probably read a strip a day until yeah. you know until I get through it. But yeah, some really awesome stuff. It's God the uh, uh, the Barry Windsor Smith stuff is so pretty. Um, the the Spiegelman strip. I mean, there's so so much awesome 
in here. So did you did you notice? Uh, obviously, you did because you spoke of it. The Spiegelman strip can be read in any direction. Can it really? Yeah, that's here. if if you look, he has arrows proceeding from the first big panel into all the other ones, and you can read that thing from the bottom up or the the side in. It, it's oh, it's like cool. one one of those little. Um, composition experiments that he liked to do it, it, it's a multi-directional comic strip it's it's really cool <laughs> yep. yeah it oh my gosh that's hilarious Isn't that cool? uh, yeah russ heath i mean just so much so much awesome and how about the biggest surprise that was herb trimpey's double page wasn't that crazy the, oh the, yeah the, it, it looks right like now. an ec strip it's it's yeah, amazing yeah yep. yeah it's um yeah great stuff Great stuff. So I'm glad you liked so, it. So, 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 thank you, sir. So now let let me just get one more uh, Nick out of you. W- mm-hmm. Was I dealing in hyperbole, or do you think that it my enthusiasm was warranted? Oh, I think it's. I mean, this is it's it's Eisner um, quality. There you go. As as far as um, you know, it, it's. Uh, I don't know what category it'll fall into because it's not. It's not. It's not a collection of previously printed work. It's right. It's all you know, new. It's, it's it's a new, um, it's a new collection. I mean, yeah. it's pre- it's a pretty o- unique original publication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 awesome. Um, I have to be honest though. Not every strip rings the bell, and it's well, unfor- it, I mean, when you have this many, right? But it's unfortunate. There's a cluster of them in the the front end of the book, like the Bill Griffith Zippy strip. Eh, it's okay, and then you have a couple after that that are like, I not mediocre, but they're good, but they pale in comparison to what comes next. So it, it, it's kind of like uh, the Lord of the Rings. You have to trudge through that birthday to get to the good stuff, you know. Yeah. So uh, so just 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 pace yourself and and plow through that f- the first maybe five to seven pages, and then then the good stuff starts flowing hot and heavy. That's how I feel about the regular sunday comics anymore it said it's a it's a kind of a uh, a battle to get through a lot of it but no this i mean just visually the and and it's, the kirby stuff looks cool man i you were kind of knocking on the kirby no, i thought I, it, I thought it was pretty hot if i mean it, is it his best work no no but it's, no it's it's, it's cool. It's cool. It's it, it's it's got a, a, a there's a wisdom to it, but yeah. w- when you put it next to CC Beck's and Barry Windsor Smith's and yeah. Wally Woods, it's like mm, Jack. Yeah, you must have had that sitting around, and you figured I'll give the kid something. And yeah, sure. uh, I mean, it's Kirby, so it's of a certain quality that we expect from him. But it's not. Yeah. I mean, it's not New Gods. It's, yeah, it's, it's not I mean, Commandy. Yeah, it's it's not yeah. it's not the standout of the book. No, no. So so anyway, so so thank you. It was uh, it was cool. Yay! I'm and glad I look, you enjoyed I look, it. I look forward to reading it. Yay! It's, uh, I'm and happy. I've, and I've got I have um I can go a little bit later, but I have what is the front runner for my favorite collected edition of the year came in this week this has to be pre-planned on the part of the publishers because it seems like there's good stuff peppered throughout the year but doesn't it seem like from october on these because of the holidays right maybe that's what yeah these these huge of of major import books come out and it's like you're trying to, to read them all and scramble for the end of the year because everybody and their brother does best of lists you know it's it's oscar time (laughs) yeah it's it's crazy yeah this one was 
a tad bit expensive, but I found a decent deal on it, and and I had to, I had to get it because I knew it was going to go out of print and be gone forever, and so I needed to get it get it now if I was going to get it. And I've always heard amazing stuff about it, and I was like, "Yep, it sounds like it's right up my alley. This is uh, a really quality presentation on it, and I should get it." Any guesses? Wow, you want you should go first then because that was a nice lead in. It uh, is. Go ahead, David. Guess. No, I'm trying to think. I mean, any guesses? <laughs> uh, it'll 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 be in and out of print very quickly. So, what publisher is that? Wow, could be any. Oh shit! In isn't, and out of print. Is it that? Is it that crime and punishment thing? No, that... it is. It is. Uh, uh, Jodorowsky and Juan Jimenez, oh. <laughs> and uh, and the the awesome, I mean awesome, Meta Baron's uh, hardcover slipcase edition from Humanoids. I do not envy you in your synopsis of the book. <laughs> I am loving it. I know, but loving it. It is so. <laughs> I am such a sucker for for space opera. Mm-hmm. And this, especially that nineteen um, seventies, uh, eighties era space opera, you know, mm-hmm. some of the stuff that was that was coming out around that time. This is, um, you can just tell, so heavily influenced by Frank Herbert. Yeah, yeah, and yep. and Doom. It's uh, you know Jodorowsky. I, I think um, famously. Uh, wanted to to direct that and they actually got into the production phases yeah he was uh, attached to that at one time forever with uh <laughs> salvador dolly was gonna uh-huh. be in it. Yep. uh i think we've talked about that a little bit whenever we were uh discussing the inkle uh or Inkall whenever uh whenever humanoids w- was putting out that that uh hardcover slipcase edition and that's the one that that just went out of went out of print so fast and and then you just couldn't get it and i didn't want that to happen uh with this and um uh for people that have ever been interested in in the meta barons or the inkle or techno priest that's all shared universe right yeah mm-hmm. um, pretty much yeah the meta uh the meta baron is a character that first appeared in the inkle and this is a series that Jodorowsky went back and kind of wrote the the epic backstory about about him and his genealogy, and mm-hmm. that's what that's what kind of basically what the Metabarons is is about is about the the genealogy of this this warrior clan. And there's we said there's a lot of similarities with Dune and how. They are from a, a planet that had a very rare substance that that the universe kind of went to war over, and and how they kind of brokered their peace. And I'm only about oh gosh, not even not even close to a quarter of the way through. I'm like oh. I'm like on the I, I'm like on the third issue as it was coming out in singles. So I, I just got it a couple of days ago. Um, but God, Juan Jimenez's art is so beautiful. He's a monster. He, he is. is so, I mean, we were talking about Ladron uh, last week, and I. It's um, you know I'm not saying that he's a Ladron, but like the stuff that Ladron did in Elephant Men, you know, mm-hmm. you can definitely see that European influence, and um, you know, it's 
so, you know, not even an influence. I mean, he's European. And you just see the craft that goes into uh, the these album, you know, uh, comics over there. It's just, it, it's it's amazing. It How about is, his women? His women are, are oh, st- yeah, oh. stunning. It's, it's, I mean, it's all good. I mean, it's, um, it's very realistic. the The rendering on it is is just, I mean, every every page is this. I mean, glorious work of art. Yeah. It's and if you like if you like sci fi art, I mean, it really it almost looks like uh, um, some of the awesome uh, sci fi concept art that you'll see for like movies. You know, like the stuff that Darrow did for for Matrix, and it's it, it's kind of what it feels like. It's just like this really dirty, gritty sci-fi you, you concept art and yeah. uh no i i love now you've read the whole series i assume yeah it's nuts it is um but uh before it slips my mind uh jimenez everything has an organic look to it yeah even, even the, the the machinery and the spaceships they mm-hmm. they, they, they look alive and he has this that's that's, that's kind of what i was thinking about with with darrow it's like that's how it was in the matrix it's mm-hmm. like all of the machinery looked alive yeah and it's I'm I'm sure it's it's either watercolor or a combination of watercolor and inks, and uh, it's it's just stunning. And, and you're right, I, every every page is is a, is a masterpiece. That's not overselling it either. It's really beautiful. Yeah. And and the production quality and why this is is right now my front, my front runner for for best collected edition of the year. Um, I it is. It's just beautifully packaged. The uh, the the paper stock, the reproduction of the art. It's it's you know big oversized hardcover, and so I mean it, it, the the coloring on it is is so good and probably very representative of the original art. Um, it's it's everything. It's got the ribbon. <laughs> and, uh, oh, it has a ribbon, really? It's got, it's got a ribbon. Yeah, wow. you're gonna you're gonna need that. Yeah, gotta 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 have the ribbon. The slipcase is awesome. It's uh, it's a really nice presentation. Um, but it also retails for one hundred and thirty dollars. Mm, that's not so bad, <laughs> considering. Uh, yeah. I mean, the original series. I think the single issues were were four four ninety five when when Humanoids published them in, in singles. So you figure yeah, there was and, and there was twelve of those. Yeah, and right. This, twelve. No this, more. And I think this it was like eighteen. It's seventeen. It's seventeen. Issues. Seventeen. It, it, seventeen. It, 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 it is a thick book. It is almost uh, um, it, it is omnibu um, size. It's about the same size as like the Captain Britain omnibus. Um, oh, nice. Uh, about oh, okay. the same. Yeah, about the same uh, thickness. So it's not. It's not like uh, you know the FF or Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, it's a little bit more manageable than that. Um, I got it from. Get a little free plug for him here. Uh, I got it from uh, Things from Another World. Uh, for ah. uh, for eighty nine dollars, free shipping. Nice. Oh, so, you you stole that book. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it was it was ninety bucks, free shipping, and um, yeah, great packing. Got, got right to me. Uh, they had a nice little nice little coupon code, which I think you can look online for. So, um, yeah, that's a nice site for uh, for filling in some stuff whenever whenever it's available. If you were in, or if you were on the fence about buying this, if it was from any other publisher, I would say put it on your Christmas list, or maybe come back after you get a little Christmas cash. But since it's a humanoids book and it's Jodorowsky, get it now if you yeah. want it because yeah. it's gonna. It's this is limited. That's the other thing is that it's limited to 999 copies, 
and then it'll be gone. So there's a thousand copies of it, and then mm-hmm. and then it's uh, which I'm sure they've already printed. And once they're once they're gone, they're gone. I got white number two fifty three or something out of out of uh, nine ninety nine. They're all they're all numbered. Two things uh, uh-huh. about Yodorovsky and or uh, humanoids in this previews, which is the uh, November edition. They don't have numbers anymore, right? November. Uh, 2011, they are offering the Mad Woman of the Sacred Heart, uh, which was originally issued in a hardcover, right? Yeah, with, which uh, I got, Yod- and then it was out of print. <laughs> right. Uh, Yodorowsky and Mobius. Mm-hmm. It's uh, $24.95 for the softcover version, which is not bad for 192 pages. Uh, you know, I, I think I'd pay that for 10 pages of M- Mobius, but that's just me. So uh, they're offering that in this preview. So jump on that if you missed the hardcover and you don't want to pay the ridiculous uh, secondary yeah. market. Like, yeah, what, what's the secondary pricing on this? I'm like 80, 90 bucks now. It's and, it's, and it's a small little hardcover. Yeah. Uh, and two, I was really surprised that um, I'm assuming that he chose him because Yodorowsky's very particular about the artist with which he works. I was surprised when he picked uh, Travis Charest. To do uh, Meta Baron oh, stuff. Oh, what, what weapons of the Meta Barons? Oh my God, is it, it beautiful? It is. It's, it's stunning. It's so nice. But, but you have Jimenez, who is anything but photorealistic. He he's very loose, very gestural, um, yeah, organic. Real, right. Organic and then you, right, and then you have Sheree, who is a realist. I mean, very photographic realism in his stuff. And, right, and and he's Canadian. Yes. Which means he's a good person, right? Um, well, but, no, po- po- polite but kind of an asshole. <laughs> and uh, so you have two very different approaches to do uh, the 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 same, basically the same story. And if you look at that Sheree, uh Meta Baron's book, now that you have the Jimenez. Mm-hmm. Sheree kind of liberally borrowed sequences from uh him and i didn't say he 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 aped or plagiarized or did anything but he used them as a foundation to staging his own uh pages because there there's like one sequence in 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 uh particular that's very uh similar to the way Jimenez did it. it and it's actually the same scene once you're done reading that go back to the Sheree one and you'll see the similarities between them but I, both very good in in their own respects too but you know for my money Jimenez is the man i love Sheree, yeah. but Jimenez oh, the, is the Sheree stuff is beautiful yeah uh, you can't knock but, it but yeah Jimenez is i mean he's he's on a different level i mean he's operating on a different level than than most artists are it's just it's it's me and and i guess um and I probably have this all wrong. You have to probably go to the wiki page or whatever. But I think um, Sheree ended up working on that because um, Jimenez was uh, busy with a project outside of comics, I believe. So, mm. which is is not surprising. You know, now the thing is, I you know I'm going to read Meta Barons and I'll read um, uh, Weapons of the Meta Barons. Um, then I got finally have to finish the Inkle, which I've not finished yet, <laughs> and then I got to go back and read uh, the Techno Priest, which uh, yep. it's been got it's been years since I read Techno Priest. And then you got to search out Jimenez's um, the Fourth Power, which was published by Humanoids, and there's another series. What the hell is the name of it? Oh, um, 
Leo Roa. Look for that too. If you want to okay. just, because you're going to be in Jimenez mode. Once you get, he gets his hooks in you, forget it. <laughs> yeah. Look, oh, look for those too. It's awesome. Love them. Hey, look who's there. It's yeah, David. Jason's here, oh, Jason's no. here. Awesome. Yes. Ah, this is beautiful. Let me get him. Yes. Hello, Jason Wood. Come to us. Hey guys, I um uh, I got a, a comic out on the uh, kitchen table. I have to go get. Go get while we wait for Jason. Yep. I'm not gonna pause it because this is. Here we go, buddy. Hang on. It's Jason, everybody. Jason Woo. Woo! And I'm better late than never. That's right. Yes. Hey, yes. Thank the comic book gods, you arrived. Oh, yes. Because yeah, I was about to talk next, and God knows we didn't want to lose the listeners. Uh-oh. No, David's got a rant. Uh, I heard. That's, he, he got me to race home from, from late hours at the office to hear the rant. <laughs> it's so good. Well, let's oh, hear it. It's so going to be disappointing Launch. Now. Hi, Chris. Launch into it. No, he went to do something. Oh. Yeah. He'll yeah, be back. Chris, he had a comment calling him at the kitchen table or some such. Yeah, right. It's the wife. Sense. The wife. Wife pulled the leash. Um, it, <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, what are you drinking, Jason? Oh, I'm drinking Diet Dr Pepper. It's it's all I have in my hotel room. Much That's like un- last week, I'm calling you uh, from a uh, hotel room in Baltimore. So unheard of. <laughs> yep, and I'll be calling you from here next week too. So no kidding. Yeah, you we'll need, have to make it fancy deep. next week. We'll have to say like Mandrapur or something next week. You may yeah, have, Mandrapur. may have. Maybe Genosha. Patch. Oh, Mandrapur. Uh, patch. Yeah. He's patch. Launch, David. I want to hear this. I'm, I'm, I'm really very curious. Biggest? I do yes. because I'm, I'm going to get staticky in a couple minutes, and I, I want you to speak. Uh, you see, because I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to really check this out because um, some, some people, I guess, consider the writer pretty much the, the savior, and and I've read most of his work, and and I like a lot of it, but it, he's. It's similar to Kirkman, where everybody like will read his stuff, and it's like, oh, it's the best thing ever. Whereas, I don't, I don't quite see it. It's the same thing with with Jason Aaron, but it's not the writing that's that's kind of turned me off of this book. It's um, it's it. I wish I could just read the story by itself and enjoy it, but sadly, right from the cover, I I have an issue. With the new Incredible Hulk. Oh, yes. Uh, I, can I guess what the thing that bothers you about the cover is? What? The uh, mirroring of the image bugs you. No. Wow. Way off base. I, I was. I was stuff. for sure you were going to be like, really? It's, it's the, the same art, thing flopped. The, the 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 art is not the. Um, the issue, but as I'm looking at at uh, yeah, it kind of sort of is. You're right. Yeah, it's um, the uh, no, it's it's not the art. It's uh, it's pretty much the credits on the cover. This is this is this is pretty much if if um wh- where I go by giving credit where credit is due. This is this is the exact opposite. If, if you want to, if you want me to enjoy your book, then. Um, then it'd be nice if uh, if if all the players on the field had 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 a, had a spot on wow. the uh, scorecard. This this first of all, we have people like Kevin Mellon and Mike Norton and Gabe Hardman and and our and, and Huddleston on Butcher Baker. We have artists who and Chris Somney month in month out 
kick ass and consecutively will put out books month after month. Some of them will have inkers. Some of them will do pencils and inks on their own. Uh, Scotty Young with, with, with the Oz books, things like that. So, I mean, we know that there are artists out there who can bust their ass and, and get the job done. I don't know. And, and, you know, maybe John Suntress can, can tell me if, you know, Silvestri's contract says he's only entitled to do like two and a half years per page. But if the Hulk has no balls, he's got no if, junk. If, uh, if you're going to tell me at a convention, if this is your, your, one of your best new books coming in the fall, and, and the big deal is you have Jason Aaron and Mark Silvestri working on a book, you better have Mark Silvestri on this fucking book. This is Mark Silvestri with pencil assists by Michael Broussard. And then you have three fucking anchors on this right. thing. Right, right. <laughs> and and what really pisses me off right from the beginning with this cover is the cover credits Jason Aaron, mm-hmm. Mark Silvestri, mm-hmm. and Sonny Go, who's the colorist. Right, right. He's pretty awesome so, though. The colors the, the colors were pretty tight. And 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 I'm not I'm not knocking Silvestri's talent. I this isn't the Silvestri that that, that drew on Candy X Men back in the day or even Cyberforce. I mean this is he's he's definitely changed up a little bit it's um it, it looks like he's doing a lot more with, with 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 maybe his his pencils i'll say but um the story isn't too bad i'm i'm i you know the hulk underground and 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 with the moloids and things like that, that that's pretty cool I, but as soon as as soon as i get to like the third page or the or, or the double page spread and and i see how many people it took to make this i was just like i it kills me here who Mark Silvestri, who's pretty much a name, who who is somebody that that fans will buy a book he's on because he's Mark Silvestri, can't even do a complete book by himself. And I know we've we've come down on you know Michael Turner's done shitload of covers while he was ill. You've had the Kuberts who you know still finish that Superman story even after even after Mom's passing, and it it, yeah. it took all out, but they still finished it. But I mean, I don't I don't know if something was wrong. With Sylvester while, while this was being done, but this was announced months ago, and and now we find out that come the fourth issue, he's not even it, it, Will's Potasios on art, and it's like yay. and it just it really it it well I don't know about yay after that there's okay, any X Men issues, but it, it just it I mean. really it it just it right out the gate this this book just just left a sour taste in my mouth and i i even if i want to enjoy it even if i'm like hey cool it's it's the hulk and and he and sylvester does draw a kick-ass hulk with the long hair and and i don't know what's up with the facial hair because i'm not a real big fan of 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 the huge um yeah i don't get that right? does that mean does... and, and mustache it's like he's got the john waters thing going on i just <laughs> but, it, but you think that that's a new thing now because the uh, let, let's just try and guess why that could happen the, the Banner's physiology is removed from the equation, and now he's completely Hulk, right? Maybe his own biologies and body functions are taking over, making hair. I mean, that's all I can think of. Because when the hell was the last time we saw a beard and a mustache on the Hulk? Did he the even end? have one? Hulk? The Maestro, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah the Maestro. Maestro. Right. Wait, perfect, wait. So why does it go away whenever Ross changes to the Hulk? I don't know if I don't know if Loeb or or, uh, or Parker ever, ever because wrong. facial facial hair is obviously possible. Well, no, well, yes, it, it is, it, obviously I mean, it's not because the the human equivalent is is removed. There's no banner. But, 
But there's so, no banner. But, but but banner does when you get to the end of the issue. Banner does have facial hair. Um, and I'm not I'm not going to. Oh, I mean, I aside from just yeah, saying right. that that you know, aside from letting you know about banner at the end of the book, I'm I'm not going to really spoil it. Some of it towards the end kind of just lost me with this whole island thing. Um, this this new character who who's part of 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 a new organization. Um, I'm not quite sure how I feel about her yet. Yes, I know that there are plenty of people in the real world who have similar last names, but we're introduced to this person who's no relation to another character with the same last name. So she said, so she says, um, it just, I, this is not a book that I, mean, as, as people last on the forum, I did check it out. This is pretty much, and I feel bad because Chris Campbell said he, he absolutely loved the book and, I, and I'm glad for him. You know, I'm happy, you know, and this is, I mean, I'm a, She's got I'm a smoking ass, though. Oh, she does, right? With the little turd cutter thing going yeah, on, you can see on the. Yeah, but it's like um, it's, you know, Sabushima and and Keon and Gary Frank and and Liam Sharp and I mean I've I've loved the Hulk thick and thin, John Byrne and and even yeah some of the Al Milgram stuff and and there's been there's been times where I've absolutely adored the Hulk and I he isn't a character who like you know what I've read enough Hulk stories I think I'm done I will give a Hulk book a shot. But just like I said, just just I guess on on principle, right right out the gate, this has already just really soured me, and and I won't. I probably eh, maybe I'll read the second issue. It's, it's I don't want to just dismiss it after one issue, but it's um it's hard for me to look at it story wise. And and I love to tell people, listen, just just judge it by what's between the covers. But here, right out right out the box, I'm uh, they kind of already lost me. Hmm. Yeah, am I static yet? No, you're good. Yeah, I I think I'm a the biggest uh, one of uh, the biggest Hulk fans. I mean, it's the character at Marvel I gravitate to the most, and I I've stuck with the longest. And this issue kind of just didn't do anything for me. It was it it was okay. I I I, I enjoyed it. I thought the art was was very well done. Uh, the story was it was all right, but I I didn't close the book and and walk away from it thinking, man, that was a damn great Hulk issue. It was it was it it, it was nothing more than uh, to me one of the the weaker issues in the run that preceded it. It was it was all right. You know, it didn't feel like the first issue or a new beginning. This is something. This is a story that 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 could have been a backup in in another Hulk anthology or just something like that. Yeah. It just I don't it. I said I, I don't. Okay, now unless unless somebody can tell me what the um what the banner, not the character, but the shattered heroes banner. Shattered here, I don't know. Is I was going to ask you guys the same thing. Aftermath. I yeah. Okay, so I mean I don't know. I know at the end of Fear itself we had the um the the half a dozen or so epilogues where um so I don't know if maybe the the new defenders or some of the other the if, if the fearless has um. Shattered Heroes at the top of it, although I don't know if if, if uh, you could use Heroes if if Sin is in a book, but it it's just that that threw me off a little bit. I'm not quite sure where the Shattered Heroes comes in, but I know somebody on the forum will be able to tell us. But There's I just also I kind of some some hot chicks in the Moloids too. Yeah, they, you notice that right? They're, they're like no yeah. fat Moloids, it, and they, they 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 wear shirts without um, undergarments, which is really cool. I like that. But I'm sorry for interrupting you. No, don't worry about it. I just I based on the um the resume or the uh or just the track record of 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 the creators involved, I guess 
I just expected more, but it um it it kind of let me down and and as I've said repeatedly just from from the cover on it just it 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 was pretty much a miss for me sadly i mean i i if if you dig it if if you love it then i don't i not going to to knock heads with you i'm just stating why it it lost me right from the beginning yeah. i haven't read it so do the uh three anchors is it noticeable the the difference actually i i if i can tell where joe weems inks the, the anchors are um actually let me let me get that it's uh the anchors are Joe Williams because it's weird because you you do see you know artist or penciler is Mark Silvestri and um, Jason Aaron is your writer Mark Silvestri is your pencil Michael Broussard is your pencils assist so basically this kind of feels like a, a top cow tryout book yeah uh, Joe Williams <laughs> with uh, uh, Rick Balsaldua and uh, I can Sal never Regla pronounce that yeah are your um, are your anchors your cover is by Silvestri Weems and Sonny Go so even Joe Weems gets gets credit for being on the uh, doing the art on the cover inside the book but not on the cover mm-hmm. um sunny go of uh, ifs is your colorist you have variant covers by neil adams and justin ponzer dale keown yay uh ladrone and uh wills protasio and then you have of course everybody else credited that that works for marvel or marvel entertainment but um and this is part one hulk asunder uh i think you can kind of maybe tell where some of the um it looks like some of the inkers might just um or maybe one anchor kind of fools around with the um with the contrast and, and he'll kinda of like darken Sylvester's pencils. But then you get to to a couple of pages where it does actually look like someone is embellishing Sylvester's work. So there it's not terribly inconsistent throughout the book, but there are some some images of, of Hulk and of the Moloids where um they're a little little sharper, a little cleaner than uh than they are on other pages. And um that's it. Peter Krauss on Irredeemable was another artist who I wanted to mention who again month in, month out just constantly kicks ass. But um it's just uh yeah, I mean it, as you read it and, and you just you go if you're just following the story and following the action, the art you may not notice the differences uh, with with the multiple hands. But actually the one page where, where Vince talks about um this woman's ass there's a really nice <laughs> upshot of uh of um uh, a worm's eye view of hulk as, as you look up and and he's he's uh listening to what the woman has to say that i that's a page i really like and and um if i can find out who the anchor was for that i'll uh i'll praise him but um it's a uh it's just yeah i i I kind of wanted to like it just after everybody was talking about it on the forum, and and I I'm, I'm kind of bummed that I didn't. I like the idea yeah, of um, the Hulk taking on a more scar-like appearance. That kind of is a little bit, a little That's bit father-like more, son, right? Yeah, more cohesive in terms of the Hulk family type dynamic. But yeah, it it, it was what it was, and I I don't know if I'm going to read issue two. Wow. The only other thing when, so when it was I a got wonderful. No, it was not <laughs> wonderful. It, wonderful. It is no Planet Hulk, let me tell you. <laughs> the, uh, when, when, and I mean, I'm trying to, I guess I'm really studying his face, but when we finally see Banner and he has his eyeglasses on, it, I, I'm trying to see if, when, when you look at someone or they turn their head and you look at them and, and you can see the rest of their face through their lenses and, and depending on if they're nearsighted or farsighted, you can kind of, the, the rest of their face is distorted. And, but I'm trying to see if, if it just looks like Banner was drawn normal 
and they just drew glasses over him. Because they kind of go a little crazy with, with the coloring to make sure that, you know, the lenses are reflective and, and this, that, and the other. <laughs> but then, I know, I'm, I'm just, this is where I'm no, really just... No, no, uh, look at his eye. He's got a wicked lazy eye in that last panel. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. he's got the hang low eye? He does. He's dude. got the Homer it's Simpson, a, no, the crusty eye. He's oh. like a some bitch, but, um, you know, I can't tell if if Banner's nearsighted or farsighted because there's no distortion at looking through it with the lenses and it just oh but it's little things like that. It's, I'm <laughs> once, once 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 I once I'm, I'm really kind of turned yeah, off. Once by your something. hackles are raised, now you I'm, start noticing yeah, a little. I just, I, yeah, I do, and it's just like it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't give a shit if you know if 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 Gil Kane draws somebody whose leg is like past their shoulder. It looks great, but you know you piss me off from jump, and and I'm just gonna like you know care. <laughs> Too uh, funny. That's that's uh, uh, that that those are my thoughts on on Incredible number one. Well, it makes me all the. Uh... Happier that it's way down at the bottom of my stack. <laughs> so, hi yeah. Jason, what's up, Chris? How are you doing, buddy? Uh, not as good as you, buddy. But, uh, but okay. know, yeah, right. I couldn't even talk about it because Vince would be like, "What is baseball? No, it's what is good. baseball?" <laughs> the and a quick since you brought it up, and I won't <laughs> go on long. Uh, the greatest thing I've ever seen in sport. I from, heard that. From, from from the end of August to what they were able to do, I mean, coming from ten and a half back to win the wild card and then beat the Phillies, who were everyone's favorite, and then to go on the road and beat the Brewers like they did, and then the ridiculousness that was Game Six of the World Series. Yeah, man, the greatest thing I've I have ever experienced in sport. It That's was. Awesome. I was really happy for you. Uh, yeah. It was. It was awesome. As a fellow Thank sports you. fan, I. Uh, I. That's. That's. I. That's the like the the stuff dreams are made of. Uh, it the shit like that does not happen. No, I mean, it was it it was uh, it was greater than any comic book I've I've read this year. Yeah, I can see that. It was, I mean, that that yeah, the story is ridiculous. Speaking I wouldn't of sport, go that far. Oh, uh, the, yeah, the, better than any comic you've read this year. Oh yeah, by far. Comics yeah, easily, okay, go ahead. easily, easily because it's, yeah. Because it happened. Um, I hear there's a little bet going on for this Monday. <laughs> yes, yes, you and your office mate and I have a little wager, yes. Mm-hmm. $50, $50 hardcover. Or up hey. to $50 hardcover. Wow. Yeah, so go go Bears. Well, I figured as much, but you know. <laughs> so I owe Vince uh, both a praise and, uh, and, an, uh, and a clarification. Wow. Boy, this is my episode, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You'll just have to sit and listen. Okay. Uh, the praise is, uh, and you guys may have already talked about this before I jumped in late, but uh, after Vince's uh, emphatic recommendation last yep. week. We, we ordered it and already talked about it. So. No, we, didn't, we, we didn't go into detail, but no. Go no, ahead. and I didn't. I, I've only read a little bit of it, but I did look um, much with, like with David. I, I, uh, I was beset by... Uh, <laughs> For the proof that the uh, world is coming to an end, I, I got 14 inches of snow at my house on Saturday, and uh, we were at without power for four days. So, uh, sitting in the uh, in the great room by the fire trying to stay warm, uh, I definitely perused through uh, at least the uh, visuals of someday funnies. And uh, man, it's uh, it's delivers yet again. It was definitely something that I probably wouldn't have thought to order uh, if he wasn't so. Uh, right. Strongly emphatic about it, and uh, I can't wait to dig in some more when I get back from uh, my business trip. But it looks great. Um, and the clarification is 
as is not the the first and certainly won't be the last time I have uh, spoken too soon. Um, we rarely talk about fables on this show, uh, and True, I yeah. mentioned last week that um, for those who haven't really dug into fables yet, I could see someone saying that you're good to just read one through 75 when the first big story arc ends and, and you, you could just kind of call it a day. And um, while I don't necessarily want to retract that, that viewpoint, I will say that um, uh, I, I hadn't read the 15th trade, which is Rose Red, which is a big honking trade. It's probably the thickest one ever for Fables because it includes the uh, issue 100, you know, which was the big oversized issue. Uh, and I have to say, um, I had already read the issue 100 because I, I bought the single just because I wanted to have it, but but uh, but in reading the the ninety five or ninety six through ninety nine, um, it was it was pretty good. It was like there were moments that were as good as I thought of of the best of of the fables in the in the first arc, particularly yeah. the um, the uh, the wizards duel or the witches duel, if you were between uh, Bellflower um, and uh, and and Mister Dark, and it was terrific. So. I guess uh, Vince was sort of incredulous last week when I s- said what I said, and and I kind of am coming back around to his point that if if the sixteenth trade, which is due due to arrive, I think in this next DCBS shipment, uh, is as good as the fifteenth trade, then I'll have to take back completely what I said about um, you know you could call it a day at issue seventy five because well I still think there was that little bit of a slope period as as uh, as uh, Willingham kind of evolved into this next storyline. I, I definitely feel re-energized in my fables adoration after uh after rose red so how pissed does he have to be right now by the way how pissed is who does Willingham have to be because of uh once upon a time and Graham. (laughs) yeah well as we've talked about right i mean that is the one downside of of um using public domain characters yeah yeah, you know have you am i good yeah. Have you seen Once Upon a Time, the first whatever? No, I'm not bothering with that. Oh, I, it was, it was I, horrible. I or Grimm, but I was it horrible? Yeah, I thought it was terrible. Yeah. I, I'm going to watch Grimm um, hopefully tonight. So. Oh, I might actually. I, I, I heard Grimm was good. Yeah. I heard it was. Yeah. I heard. Yeah, I DVR'd Grimm. We didn't DVR Once Upon a Time, and we almost did because the um, the the young female lead in it is. Uh, what's that? Marjean from Big Love. Exactly. Yeah, it's Marjean. Yeah, from I Big love Big her. Love. Yeah. So, which I love Big Love, so, but I, it wasn't enough to quite get me to commit, so I, we didn't DVR it. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we, um, since, since we're talking, uh, talking TV, um, we want to, we want to touch on, uh, Walking Dead, uh, week three, season two. Yeah. Oh, sweet. All right. I'm sorry. No, Grim, Grim is actually, it looks like I'll be able to see Grim via, the on de- through my cable provider's iPad app on on, on free oh, nice. on demand, so I will How about catch that. that. Um, Walking Dead, yeah, I did. Um, I had to, yeah. We even though the power was out Sunday, I still managed to 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 see the episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't see it. it. I I felt it was the. Um, I won't spoil it, Vince. I just, oh, I don't. I, 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 you know a, what? I really don't care. As uh, of the, I mean, from what I understand, from what people are saying online and 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 in the episode thread or the season thread, um, we seem to be, I guess, and you guys can tell me this more or not, but uh, we're we're kind of um, taking a break from, I guess, the comic book route. Uh, yeah, 
Kind of, no, well, no, okay. no, no, no more than it has up to this point. There's, okay, there's right. stuff that that is in the comic, but they're going in some different directions. Okay. Look, I mean, I, the, right? The, the the farm is in the comic, but yeah. but okay. the, the the people who are at the farm, the 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 interactions with the people who aren't at the farm, why they're at the farm, like a lot of that stuff is definitely kind of going its own course. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. It, it, that's. Yeah, it, it's we've got Herschel it, it, and Maggie and Otis and and a few. Yeah, but folks, you know, obviously, so. since they never, since Shane is still around, they had to create. You know, in this episode, uh, yet again, oh, okay. Shane is one of the main characters. So, okay. Mm-hmm. See, I but, I felt that the thirty. What do you the what do you get one about? No, the the, the when, uh, Dave, David David. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't I don't know. You know, I don't know if 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 Shane dies. You know, twenty issues in or anything like that. So I just I. Six. I felt third episode. Oh, well, all right. Well, wasn't in the first trade. I don't think. Yeah, I it was the it was no. the last issue of the first trade. Yeah, I think it was the big. It was the, that oh, was that was that was the big, end of the first arc. Yeah, just shows you how much it resonated with me. The uh, uh, first. Uh, ouch. The uh, hey, Robert uh, Kirkman was on the View no this week, so yeah, you just no, watch no, yourself. No, definitely no disrespect. So the, that's uh, a high uh, point in anybody's uh, career. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you already had. Uh, Barbara Walters is pretty much a zombie, so that, that that's fine. It's fitting. Oh, the, oh, uh, you're nasty. Maybe the hottest conservative on, on the <laughs> Yeah, she is pretty hot. I agree. Yeah. 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 No, well, the, the, uh, it's not, the, not a whole lot going on upstairs, though. I, felt I, the I disagree. Of this season <laughs> is, uh, is definitely. I think John Kane's sexy. <laughs> the best, the best one we've we've gotten of the second season. The third episode yeah. has been the best so far. Huh. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was. It was strong. I still have a little bit of a problem with fast zombies. In, me too. Me too. In, oh, it's really? like it's like they, cool. they they're they're moving way too fast. There were some scenes. It was especially last week with Shane and Otis yep. at the at the school where zombies were literally running after them, and yeah. that's what's terrifying of the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Fast zombies are scary. Well they, are, well, they are, but but that again, but that's not a, that's not the zombies that are in Walking Dead. Right, it's such a critical component to the book, at least that the zombies are really are slow, like obstacles. It's like a video right. game. As long as you're quick witted and you keep your wits about you, you're not going to get bit. Right, you know, but as we've seen so far in in season one and this uh, three episodes of season two, the, this is a different whole different animal than the comic it it, it doesn't right, right. That's first point and, and it's just that that's it's a little bit hard to right. if you read the comic it's a little bit hard to to you to would separate. think that fast zombies would i mean st- strategically you would play a waiting game against fast zombies get yourself in a place where you're relatively secure and they can't break in and let rigor mortis do the rest because at, at some point these these suckers are gonna they're gonna freeze up and bind like the joints are just going to weld together from the rigor mortis that's, that's actually one of my really? favorite parts of world war z which jason has read uh mm-hmm. was all of the people that moved north to wait for winter to set in so the zombies would like freeze in place yeah um i mean but, yeah they can't stay fast forever if they do then there's there's some kind of magic going well, yeah because what because there's no because yeah, what's their fuel for um if they're not eating then, then how can they maintain right but if they're not eating brains then how can they maintain that speed how can they yeah, you know so know. they i just okay. like slow i just like slow zombies i think they're creepier and yeah it's uh, they just for for the that's the thing that 
that does upset me a little bit is that they, on a couple occasions now, because the situation that the people have been put into, they've had to kind of change up. Uh, it's happened three times now. You've got the fast zombies at the school. You've got the zombie that climbed a fucking fence in the well, first season. Well, he disavowed that. So. And, and, yeah. He did. And, <laughs> and, then, and then you had zombies, like, you know, lifting up, you know, boulder-like rocks to break break windows. Uh, so, I mean, they've, they've kind of fudged with it a little bit. But, you know... It, Whatever. Um, that that's a minor a minor nitpick. I thought this was a really strong episode, the the best of season three so far, yeah. and it could have just been subtitled "Shane is a dick." Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I mean that's no different than the first season. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No. This. Well. He, okay. All right. He, so so he's, maybe he's, forcing he's, yourself he's, he's on he's your he's best friend's cr- wife is a little different than than actually well, taking a life. Oh, no, I get it. I when get you think it. he's dead. Yeah, it's different because he really did think that Rick was dead. This is a little different. He crossed crossed the line. No, no, he didn't one. think Rick was dead when they were at the CDC, though. You can't well, tell me he didn't cross the line when he was pushing himself onto Lori. Yeah, but the, the thing about I get what Shane, you're saying, the, though. The I get what you're saying. Shane, it is different. What he did yeah. with Lori is different than what he did there, with Otis. There, there was a relationship that had been developed at that point, and he was he was in love with her. And he's like, hey. You know, just because Rick's back doesn't, you know, the world's different and I can protect you. So I can, was it right? No, but I can see it. You know, that, that's the thing about Shane and why he's such a fascinating character in the, in the TV show more so than the comic. Seriously? Is he's the guy that you hope that you aren't. If it ever came down to it, he makes the decisions that. Yeah. Tell yourself that you never would, but in the back of your mind, you pray to God. Mm-hmm. That you don't, he, that you're not he, that guy. He is an. You're right. He, you know that that the episode could have been entitled "Shane is a Dick" and he is. He is a piece <laughs> of shit. Yeah. But the actor who, as 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 Joe Rontal is is when when he returned to the farm and just his his facial expressions and 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 his slouching and and his body language and and how he just he couldn't face anybody. And and then we get up to the bathroom and, and where he's reliving the events. But the way yeah. he, it looked like he was just overwrought with guilt and 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 out, that he was the person who came back and it was he brought the goods back for to, so they could save save Carl and just the way he presented himself. I mean, I I don't want to see that character go away anytime soon. And it and yeah. it kills me to say that because he is such a piece of shit. I I, I really liked how it was how it was written because they're running away from zombies at the school and things are not looking good and then he just shows up in the truck and Otis is gone and I'm like oh what a fucking rip off they're not even going to show what happened <laughs> and I was like mad about it it's like oh cost cutting penny pension bastards and then it goes into the flashback scenes and I was like oh so yeah it was a really nice little sleight of hand there on the, see on the i show. thought and and when and when the show started off i thought maybe shane didn't make it back to the farm i thought he was somewhere else and and actually and they kind of threw a swerve last week because um i guess during the uh during one of the commercial breaks where uh, andrew lincoln and 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 geronto were uh talking about i guess the spike scream awards and and he has the shaved head i'm thinking okay well either either they film this in between seasons or 
Joe's working on something else where he needs a shaved head and maybe he's not going to be in Walking Dead for long. So I didn't know where the shaved head was coming from. I just got to wait a week and, and there it happens in the episode. But I mean, yeah, I, at first and before he shaved his head, I thought maybe he got scratched or bit. But yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with our forum peeps, though. I'm, I'm ready for him to either find the girl yeah. dead, oh, dead alive or zombie. Yeah. It's interesting because the, to me, the biggest departure so far in, in on the wrong end of things is the way that they're depicting Carol. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, my recollection of the earlier trades or the earlier issues, everyone, if word it is, is that Carol was one of those like really interesting and shocking characters because of like her little her journey. You know, her her arc is pretty <laughs> like she, uh, you know. Yeah, it's when you start to realize that maybe she's one of the ones I think that that set the tone pretty early. That maybe the bigger fear is the people you're hanging out with than the than the and how fucking mental they are. Than than we than can the all three of us can be together. It can be like that now. Yeah. there are no rules. Yeah. So, so, like, and, and maybe what? they're going to still go that route. Like like yeah. they may still go that route, obviously. But but I mean, right now she's just looking for Sophia and. Um, I just, you're, it's yeah, I'm with you guys. It's just, it's let's get a let's get to step in on that. Yeah. And um, <laughs> on the on the good side, I will say that uh, I, I agree with you guys. I think this issue, this episode, um, was the strongest of this season. Um, although I think that's kind of a low a low bar to be honest with you. <laughs> yes, but, uh, I agree. I agree yeah. But you, yeah. but anyway, but but uh, but I did enjoy it, and I do think that um, uh, Maggie is uh. Fine. Uh, they cast yeah, a yes. fine girl to be Maggie uh, Boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh the guy, boy, the guy, the guy who plays Glenn has got to oh, be yeah. really happy right now. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I got to give him. I, yeah, I got to give him props on that. And I like the way that she they set up the flirtation between her and Glenn, which I liked. Yeah. Um, I just I struggle with Lori in this. I, I just. Uh, I, yeah. I I mean I it. I guess because I did watch Prison Break, I just see her from that, and I know that's my own issue. Like it's you know, actors and actresses are allowed to have careers before their next role, but but I just uh, I didn't like her in that, and and nothing she's doing in this is making me like her anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's like that, that's like me with Nina in Alphas. It's like it's just she's not she's <laughs> not easy on my eyes, and it's just and it just it takes away from everything else. And the fact that I'm not I I, I I'm not interested in this character. Everything she does or says just just grates me the, the wrong way. And Lori was not a likable character in the comic. I no, not- absolutely right. No, you're absolutely right. I just, uh, but <clears throat> in the comic, she was never really like <laughs> a centerpiece. Like, oh. the, I mean, she, yeah, no, I mean, she's, she's pretty, in the book she's for, fun, but yeah. I'm saying it. She's it, not front and center like she is. Yeah, you movie. know, she was kind of always a little bit of like a. You're right, a pain in the ass and stuff, and um, but but. You know they're making her to be one of the main characters in the in this for in the TV version, which is fine. I understand. You know they want to have a female lead and stuff, but I guess I just I find some of the other female characters, uh, both in the book and in the the comic, just much more interesting. Uh, they, they're they're going to have to start knocking some people off pretty soon, though. Oh yep. yeah, yeah. They got to get. I mean, yeah. They they. I agree. They need to. They they can't fall into that trap of, you know, one of the things that was cool about a show like a Oh Oster or Sopranos is that. You know, no matter how popular or well regarded the actor was, they could always walk in the next week with the script and be, be dead. Yeah. And The Walking Dead obviously lends itself to exactly that. Even if you don't stick with the with the the chronology of the book, there's there's still I think the precedent that a lot of freaking characters you come to to be interested in or like are going to get killed at some point. 
So let's just get to killing. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's move on. It's yeah. It's <laughs> well, they t- they took care of Otis pretty quick, but yeah, I mean, exactly. we, we yeah, I mean, we've yeah, and I like the Otis character, but I mean, we've got a whole new. A whole new delivery of of fodder uh, on the show, so so we'll see how and it's, I, it's it's been. I mean, granted, we've had three episodes, and and Sophia was lost pretty much in the first episode, mm-hmm. but it's only been it's it's been like what one night because I mean it's been three episodes for us, but it isn't this the first night? I mean, she's she's missed. It hasn't well, been. I've got. Have I've they got, had a daybreak since she's been missing, or is it oh, like forty four hours? I've yeah. got a predi- I've got a prediction on where Sophia is. I think she's she was, she wasn't one hanging guy. She's with Merle. I would love that. I oh, and, he, and and he is. I, I would gonna, love he, that because see, yeah. part of me wonders if if I mean, Daryl saved T Dog for whatever reason, and and he's <laughs> he's he's. He's uh, he's you know he's your hate, your hate for T Dog is almost <laughs> no, no, it's almost as funny as your hate for Nino on Alphas. <laughs> uh, almost, um, but it's uh, it's he's we're we're seeing a lot. He's he's more um, I guess Merle's brother is a lot more humanitarian than 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 Merle is. Uh, oh, yeah. So towards his fellow man, and I I'm I if when I. Family is family, and and really very few things come between brothers. But it, it's I don't know if the way they're portraying Daryl, if if when Merle does come back, if if Daryl's going to have to choose between Daryl's, you know, yeah, oh yeah, oh they're totally they're totally setting that up. Daryl's the one that's going to have to take Merle out, and you know who Merle's going to be. Well, David doesn't know who Merle's going to be, but Jason and and Vince. Probably. Well, not from what other people have, have said, I believe I I do know, but yeah, I mean they're setting him up to be. The, the general. He'll be the leader of another yeah, the, group. The governor, of, you mean? Governor. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the governor. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I just, I got a feeling that, that, that whoever, that someone from his camp found Sophia, and that's where she is. So they'll, uh, I, I don't know if they'll find the prison before they find Sophia, or if they'll go the story route through the governor and then go to the prison, if they're going to do either one of those. Hmm. Right, so, so we'll see. Yeah, I, I, um, I first, it's funny. I guess I, I want them to get to the point where we we meet uh, Michonne because yes, she's that's my favorite not, character. Actually, that's and and yeah, the way people have talked about her, and and I I am interested in seeing when when she's on when she gets to be put on the show. You know how they portray her, and and I I want to know more about that character. And and granted. The way we're going, the TV character might be way different than the comic character, but I mean, you all have, uh, and when I say you all, I mean everybody who's talked about her in, in right. regards to walking the comic book. It's she's she's somebody who I do want to meet sooner rather than later. Yeah, I mean, Michonne and Tyrese, I, I at least for my money, are the, the characters mm. I enjoyed enjoyed the yeah. most so far. And uh, unfortunately, so- I think you already have Tyrese in the show. That's what the T and T dogs for. That's T dog. Uh, Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, for real? You think? No, oh yeah. I hope. Oh, absolutely. I hope absolutely. not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because no. Because oh yeah. yeah. Tyrese is an ass in the character. Yeah. T- they're no. totally different characters, but the T dog is the stand-in for Tyrese. Well, I hope not I, I because Tyrese. See, he mentioned what his name is. Rick. I mean, he's he's the guy that really pushes 
it really that's, frames that's, out that Rick really has kind of lost his mind. I mean, that's Shane. That. That's that's Shane in the show. Oh gosh, no, better those. not be. Yeah. I hope All right, wrong, but. we got enough of this. Yeah, <laughs> I got I got a I got a book. Of course you do. do you now? I got a, oh. and notes. Jason, he told They're me he's not. got notes. I oh, do have yeah. notes. It is awesome. I, boy, oh boy, I had so much fun reading is this, this thing. Gonna, let's see. Is this the eighth week in a row where you for sure this is going to win your 11 o'clock score? Oh, no. <laughs> this was good, but no. This for whatever category? Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Um, no. <laughs> David, you in particular will uh, recognize the name of the publisher. Uh, I think he's publisher and he's the editor of this uh line of comics it's it's from monsterverse do you know who the publisher is oh shit no. oh. i'll just tell you go ahead carrie gamble no way yes way carrie gamble the the, the the man who's done he did a slew of covers for dc he did like a the, fill in he did a fill in for um for for john byrne the episode where um uh, the, the episode, the issue of Fantastic Four, where uh, they were in Central Park, the woman she had the veil on her head it burned mm-hmm. in the framing sequence. But Kerry Gamble did the the interior art. He did uh, Fallen Power- Angels. He did the cover. Yeah, Power Man and Iron Fist. He yeah, did, he did the further Iron adventure of Indiana Jones, Marvel Fanfare, Marvel Team Up. Great he's got, great he's got a ton of stuff in the Ohatmu book. He did Uncanny yep. for a while. Uh, he's the creator of uh, White Rabbit and Frogman, among other characters. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, it, well, he's a, uh, he, like a uh, take on the uh, play, like a superpower Playboy Bunny, right? Yeah, yeah. He co- he co-created them. Um, yeah. He's a storyboard artist, special effects concept artist, character designer. He Love worked on work. worked on Species Two, the Tremors TV series, uh, Outer Limits, and, and other things. He's the publisher. Now, uh, do, do you guys like Hammer films? I mean, you got to say yes. Yes. Films. What's the Hammer film? Uh, the great uh, British uh, studio known for their horror films, Christopher Lee, uh, t- uh, Horror of Dracula, Curse of Frankenstein, uh, Frankenstein and the Monster from Hell, Plague of the Zombies, uh, Lust, not Lust, uh, yeah, Lust for a Vampire. Come on, you Hammer films? Do I have to explain that? Not a bit, not a big, not a big horror film. Oh boy. Okay. Well, anyway, if you like Hammer uh, films, name 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 your favorite baseball team, Vince. <laughs> the Yankees. The Yankees. Stop. Name, name three players. Know. Uh, uh, Derek Jeter, A Rod. No, By the way, Vince, you know, you know, he's uh, he's on Twitter. Who is? Your boy. My boy. I have Gary lots of. Gamble. Oh, nice, nice. Monsterverse is his uh, Twitter name. So the the the, oh, the publishing imprint is called the Monsterverse, right? The name of the book is Flesh and Blood, Book One. It's written by Robert Tennell, who, among other things, um, I think he was the producer on um, uh, the. It's a it's a trauma movie. What the hell is the name of it? Uh, shit, Surf Nazis Must Die. Producer oh, wow. on Surf uh, Surf Mo- Nazis Must Die. He did a graphic novel, uh, The Black Forest, co-written with Todd Livingston, art by Neil Vokes, The Living in the Dead, uh, Sight Unseen with Bo Hampton, Easy Street with Mark Wheatley, uh, Eisner-nominated Feast of the Seven Fishes with art by Alex Savick and Ed Piscor. Yo! Uh, so he's involved in films, he's involved in comics. He wrote this thing. Uh, the visuals are by Neil Vokes. Oh, oh good, nice. wow. good lord. 
unbelievable visuals a combination of Ernie Cologne now whenever I talk about a clear line style that has very animated body language and facial Dan features cover, by the way it's got nice. a Dan Dan Brereton cover nice. uh, get this um, if you have a soft spot and I'm speaking to Gordo primarily because I know he does <laughs> for for films like The Vampire Lovers, Lust for a Vampire, Twins of Evil, featuring uh, the disgustingly sexy Collinson twins, and and many uh, Hammer movies featuring horror stalwarts Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing and the ravishing and recently departed by the way Ingrid Pitt. You have to get this book. You you need to get it. it it's it's 104 pages. Fourteen ninety nine prestige. Uh, uh, sorry, square bound. It's a hammer horror inspired monster mass monster mash masterwork. Try and say that fast. Uh, it the the opening scene is killer. It is beautiful and it's hot. Um, it, there's you have this sexy vampire seductress. Carmilla Karnstein. Now that name is going to ring a bell with hammer horror fans because they did a trilogy on Carmilla. Um, this, this sexy vampire woman is caught in the act of seducing young Laura. And there is a lot a of, sapphic, uh... there's a lot of nudity in this book, but it's like, nice. like the majority of the Hammer films, not the, the very tail end of their, 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 uh, au revoir. The, the nudity is very tastefully done. It's erotic and it's tasteful. Um, so, so she's seducing this young Laura. She gets into her bed chambers and the, the full moon is streaming in through the window and it's all in blue and there's nipple licking and boob butt. Yeah, boob biting and it's sexy as hell. But while in the process of seducing young Laura, uh, her, her father, Sir Lawrence Ward Baker, ding, that's another surname that's going to ring bells with, with, uh, hammer fans. And um, his his buddy, uh, the general, uh, rudely interrupt her late night snack, and uh, she flees because they're bearing crosses, and vampires don't like that kind of shit. She she flees back to uh, Karnstein Castle, mm-hmm. where where Sir Larry and uh, the general Spielsdorf wait for her. They uh, extinguish her life in traditional Hammer film fashion. They cut her head off. And uh, one would think, you know, that would be enough for the the, the gentleman because uh, the threat to uh, Ward Baker's daughter has been extinguished, but it's not enough. No. Uh, the general, whose family has also felt the uh, devastating effects of the vampire plague, he concocts this plan to rid the world of the foul taint of vampirism. But he needs a mind, you know, far greater than his own to achieve it. A mind that's currently incarcerated in an asylum for the criminally insane. Now, who do you think that could be? I don't know, Vince. Who? Baron Frankenstein. Ah, Frankenstein. <laughs> Lovingly rendered by Volks in the mold of the late, great Peter Cushing. It oh, is, I thought you were going to say Gene ooh. Wilder. No, it yeah, is no. uncanny <laughs> how close Volks gets Peter Cushing's mannerisms. I mean, it's you you, you could emulate the look of Cushing, but those little subtle eyebrow raises and sneers. You know, he played Doctor Who in the movie. The very yeah, of course he did. Right, um, uh, Cushing and he was is in Star Wars. Yes, he was. Moff Tarkin, yeah. Episode four, yeah. Cushing is one of, in my opinion, one of the greatest actors of our time, and 
to 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 capture that kind of power and just resonate with the way Cushing conducted himself on screen he gets it folks gets it this is peter cushing in this comic book it, it, it's it's amazing um so so they cush uh sorry baron frankenstein's imprisoned in 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 this uh asylum right so uh the the pair need his brain to to get their plan into into motion but the ne'er-do-wells that they pay to spring uh frankenstein from the asylum feel the need to snag a little insurance and, and they take a, a medical student supervising the Baron hostage as well. The dude's name is Abraham Van Helsing. Nice. <laughs> I'm telling you, this book is awesome. And this character, this Abraham Van Helsing character, is, again, modeled after a very famous Hammer character, uh, Horst Jansen, the dude that played Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter. Remember that name, Horst Jansen, the actor who played Kronos. So the, not to the be group, confused with Tech Jansen. No. no. The, the, the group managed to capture a female vampire for the Baron's experiments. Another hottie toddy. And, and it all goes relatively well. Frankenstein attempts to like synthesize this this garlic based anesthetic uh, slash toxin that'll that'll put an end to the, the the vampire plague once and for all. But there are spies in the area. And they report back to their master everything that's going on. Who's their master? None other than the king of the undead himself, Vlad Dracul. Dracula's in this shit. Lord of the vampires. Dracula gets wind of this and he's like, why should this concern me? Uh, and his, his female sidekick, Erzabet, says, well, you know what? Carmilla was of the family and we should so you stick up for her. So you have, it's a nice little balance. You have this vampire weird kind of, dysfunctional family that are trying to avenge the death of one of their own and then you have ward baker who's and and the general who have been wronged by vampires one lost um i think the general's wife got killed by a vampire and now laura is under the vampire spell so you have two families that are that are trying to to get their own you know it, so can it get any better yes it can how oh, how does it get better vince ward baker he thinks he's over his head and so, so he, he asks for the help of his estranged brother. And his brother's name is Horst, right? Remember that name? Uh, the, the same name of the actor who played Captain Kronos. Uh, this character, however, is, has a little bit of Captain Kronos in him, a little bit of Solomon Kane. He's a monster hunter. Travels the, 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 uh, European countryside searching out the beasties. But just so happens that in his last adventure, he was bitten. Yep. Uh, bitten by a creature who, when the wolf's bane blooms and the autumn moon is bright, becomes a werewolf. This thing is a monster palooza. You have a monster <laughs> hunter who's a werewolf. You have Dracula, Baron Frankenstein, scads of half-naked and completely naked female vampires running around. You have a Van Helsing in the mix. It's incredible. It's like How many a ham... we talking here? There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, the main story is roughly 80 pages maybe what? you know eight, 86 and uh the uh the Erzabet character Ingrid Pitt definitely they they used Ingrid Ingrid Pitt for inspiration Wait, is it a graphic her. novel yeah it's a bigger book oh, but okay. it, it's oh, okay. it's kind of in the mold of the Love and Rockets I'm assuming wow. that this is not going to be a monthly deal like prestige format yeah considering the time it would take to kick out a, an 80 plus page story I'm guessing that if this this is probably biannually if not annually I don't know I'd have to ask uh, 
Mr. Gamble what the frequency of this thing's going to be. So, so you get this awesome 80 page opening story. Then you get, uh, it's a three, four, five page backup story written by Robert Tunnell again called Operation Satan. Guess who it's illustrated by, David? Uh, not Bob. Illustrated by Kerry Gamble. No, what? Bob Hall. Bob freaking Hall. Stop, really? No, the dude who drew Shadow Man for Valiant, among other things. Bob oh, Hall. This guy. This uh, this is like grade A horror stuff drawn by really tight, really seasoned artists. It, it's incredible. It's like right out of the gate. Monster versus kicking ass. With and the, did you uh, read this other one I'm seeing here? Bella Lugosi's Tales yeah. of the Grave. I talked about that. If no, that's also yeah, because the, the list of the remember. creators I remember you mentioning. It's a, yeah. it's a hell of a list too. Rick Baker yeah. does the cover for issue number two on that. Basil Gogos. Basil Gogos uh, did number Cassidy, one. Bruce Tim. Chris Bruce Tim did the back cover on the first issue. It's awesome. And and so at, oh, after Chris these, Moreno's that? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Astonishing X Men Cassidy or uh, Shadowland Superman cover uh, John Cassidy. Yeah, it's not. It's not much Cassidy. So you're all right. Okay. Okay. But then you get a pinup section with a stunning montage by Neil Vokes, David Michael Beck, Avon Oming has a, a pinup page in here. There's a Dan Gallagher Jr. David, which I'm wondering since they put the junior on him that he must be the son of of Dan Gallagher, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you think. So, so picture naked, nipple licking vampires drawn in the Archie style. <laughs> it's hot dude and 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 there's a, a curse of the werewolf style um beast in there mark wheatley does a pinup wow you a get a sketch no you get a, a, a sketchbook uh, from volks there's text pieces in this thing there's an introduction by um tim lucas who we all know or at least you should as the editor and publisher of video watchdog magazine uh, back cover is a tribute to Ingrid Pitt. This thing is fantastic. Uh, if you, you say, you know, nipple licking in the style of Archie Comics, no, there's, all you got to do is watch, uh, read uh, Menage 3 for that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and it's bloody. It's bloody. It's sexual. It, it's not super explicit, so it, it's in the realm of the Hammer films. If you're a horror fan, or especially a Hammer horror fan, you need to go out and buy this book because it is superb. I was stunned how closely they they captured the 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 atmosphere, the ambiance, the characters, the storytelling, and, and the inside um, nods to Hammer films. No brainer. Go go get it. Seriously. Yeah, and Gary Gamble. That's awesome. Gary Gamble. Yeah. That's awesome. I miss you him. Know, That's great. Truth be told, I wasn't going to talk about this book this week. But I, I wasn't going to talk about it. It came um, conceivable. No, it came in my DCBS box. Came in my <laughs> DCBS box Tuesday, mm -hmm. and I put aside the book I was going to talk about. Which David, when you said Mark Hempel and Mark Wheatley, I was going to do Mars oh, from First Comics. Yeah. yeah. You see, you said First Comics on Twitter. And I was like, all right, so I didn't want to guess. And now that you just said, yeah, I was right. going to guess Mars. And, yep. and when, um, I, when I saw Wheatley's full page thing, I said, okay, this was meant to be. Because it was almost like Wheatley unknowingly said, you know what, do this book because I'm in it too. And you could do Mars kinda, next week. I, I kinda, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I kind of thought about Warp, but no, you're right. Yes, yeah, I was going to do Warp. I was also going to do Star Slayer. I want to do I one. See, that's right. Yeah, Star I wanted Slayer. to do one right. first book because we never talk about first comics. We never so talk about first. But next we did, week, actually, I'm, Jason and I did see their table. Yeah. 
at New York Comic Con. Show no right. kidding. Yeah, they they yeah. had a table there. It was it was it it kind of bummed me out a little bit because they were with the retailer side, so like the same mm-hmm. red carpet area where you'd see Marvel and and DC and all the uh, image and, and all the big publishers, but they were kind of against the wall by one of the exits where it's like where maybe Reed Pop was like, okay, we still have some room against the wall here. We can probably put a couple more tables here. So anybody nice. else who decides to pay for a table, we can put them here. But yeah. I mean, they, they were right there by the entrance. So, I mean, you, you, if you were leaving, if you were leaving that area, you couldn't miss them. But um, they, they, they had some things on, on the table. They were showing some things off. So, I mean, I was, I was happy to see them. I just wish I was able to actually spend some time at their table. Yeah, you know what? The modern readers need to read collections of those first books. They need to 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 collate those and and publish affordable collections of of the great first books because do, do, they're, do they're, they, uh, they're so good. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And and I got to say, Mars first comics had a reputation of publishing offbeat stuff. As opposed to the re- the rest of the the comic book industry, you had Grim Jack and and Warp and E Man and Mars is Mars is weird even by first standards. It it's the weird book of the weird. It but it's great. I love it. And so next week, save it for next okay, week. Okay, cool. Yeah, go ahead. Who wants to talk about the comic books? Well, we haven't heard much from Jason yet. I got much to say, dudes. I uh, what with the uh. Working and the yeah, and the, the blackout. I, I uh, other than the, the oh, yeah. and the, I really didn't get a chance to do much reading. I mean, I read some X Men Legacy, but uh, I don't really have a ton of to say about that. So <laughs> there was uh, uh, a, a new series from a comic book giant came out last uh, last week, and it's right in my wheelhouse. Who this? Of what I like, NFL Super uh, Pro? No, not NFL Super Pro, man. No, it's not, you know, the Tony LaRusso comic, which the one should do. Uh, Cold War, man. Cold War. Who published that? Who did? IDW. John Burns, Cold War. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I knew I saw that somewhere. Yeah. How was it, Chris? You would hate this comic book. <laughs> I'm, I'm betting. <laughs> yeah, that's why I didn't it's, order it. It is, it is so what you would not enjoy about the spies comic books. in comic books yeah it's i i loved absolutely every second of it um it, yeah it's 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 john Byrne doing a clo- uh, cold war uh, espionage uh, story this is um uh, it's so it's so his take on james bond it's not even funny i mean mm-hmm. the, this it, it, this could easily be called you know 007 or you know her Majesty's Secret Service, whatever, but it right. is, um, uh, you know, certainly not anywhere um, uh, even on the same plane that Queen and Country is, as far as like realistic, true uh, British espionage. This is John Byrne doing a a Cold War espionage action film, and that is awesome. Hmm. I I was. Thoroughly entertained. The, now, uh, is it a miniseries? The, uh-huh. la- the last time we talked about Burn was when I uh, on uh, on David's uh, ah yes challenged me to read the Star Trek uh, uh, mini that uh, one of those, the Star mm-hmm. Trek minis and, and we talked about it. So how how does uh, as I recall, I thought Burn still had the storytelling chops. Uh, you know, as an artist. So how, how does oh, it? Yeah. Look? I mean, how, I I'm, I'm going to read this, but I'll probably read it in a trade. But how does it look? He 
it's it's John Byrne. He still tells a hell of a story. I mean, is it backgrounds? Is it, no backgrounds. Um, it, it's it's mixed. <laughs> it's mixed. There. Yeah. Um, there's That's there's actually right. uh, for, for probably two thirds of the book. There's some pretty uh, intense backgrounds. Um, cityscapes. It's uh, I mean, he's setting the scene of of being you know Berlin in the in the 1950s. Um, it's, now, can you can you t- detect the use of a machine because Byrne likes no no his... no, no no it's um no no computerized CGI backgrounds. Good. Now, I'm I'm not going to say that there was or wasn't a a ghost background artist because yes. I mean we all we all know that that can happen. Um, but if you if you can't see. I was no, saying, it it, it, if it you feels, can't detect it, then it doesn't exist, right? Then, then it so, works, right? But yeah, yeah. No, it no. Same, there's, it the, it, it's funny because there, it's almost all, almost all the pa- uh, the the panels have backgrounds. There are a couple very conspicuous um, uh, action panels that look mm-hmm. very Alpha Flight <laughs> with the, <laughs> with nice. the you know the the bright colored background or whatever. But no, it's it's good. I mean, it's it, it's never going to be vintage. You know, nineteen, you know, late seventies, nineteen eighties, John Byrne. It's just he's not ever going to have that that touch and feel that that he had on. He's not recapturing Namor. That's because Terry Austin ain't inking him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely, it's not. This is not you know his vintage X Men or Fantastic Four work, but um, it's good. He's still got the chops. He still tells great stories, and there are those there are those certain pages where you're like, "Yep, that's you know he's still got it." And uh, uh, it's funny though because it's 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 a very British book. It's very (laughs) it's a very British. I mean, this is James Bond and. Burn is such. I guess you can go home again. He's such <laughs> a dirty old man. It's, well, he's British. So. Oh, we knew that from day one. Yeah, it's yeah, it's. Yeah. He's so funny. Uh, this is so perfect for him. But the other thing is that's that's kind of funny about it is that you know this takes place in the in the fifties, and so the hairstyles uh, kind of reflect a lot of that. But you know, Burn has hairstyles that. Our go-to haircuts for him, <laughs> and they're and they're in here. I mean, there there's a couple, you know, Sue Storm, 1988, you know, FF dudes in here, um, which which is kind of funny. But uh, no, it's it's good. It's a uh, uh, it's from IDW. It's 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 four bucks. It's um, uh, it's uh, the this first arc is called uh, the Damocles contract, and it is uh, the best way to describe it is a a James Bond style British espionage, and uh, and it's done by John Byrne, and it was good. I I I enjoyed it. Looking forward to issue two. So if it, if this is the first arc, then it's it's an ongoing. Uh, as far as I know. Okay. Uh, I, I would imagine that if it sells well, sells well, that they'll keep doing it. And and uh, just from the not that not that Byrne does interviews anymore because he doesn't. Um, but what I've seen him talk about is that is that this is something that he's wanted to do for a long time, and he seems pretty excited about it. It's uh, 
and yeah, you know, artistically, it's probably so, the best. It, it's probably the best stuff I've seen from in a long time. You're saying if you're going to read one non-licensed IDW product, make it this. They do, yeah. This they probably, uh, this probably the only, the only yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no, lock and key. Oh my bad. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's, that's for sure. Did you like, know there's I mean, a lock I mean, and key they, board they, game? This is good, but it, oh, there's a board game now. Mm-hmm. It's in this previews. It's only thirty bucks. Really? Oh, yeah. That's how many different how many different uh, box arts are there? No, it's it's not in the lock that's and key. Terrible. I mean, it's it's not in the IDW section. It's in the game section. Oh, um, Bradley. Cryptozoic is is putting it out. Lock and key card game. Lock and key tells the story of blah 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 blah. The lock and key card game is based on the award winning guess we know. Uh, players must overcome challenges and collect the mysterious keys to claim victory for three to six players. It's mm-hmm. a card game that's thirty bucks. So I don't know if you get a board with it. Obviously, probably not. If it's booster if it's packs a, or I mean, if it's it's a, a, you say card game, I think of like magic. No, no, it doesn't seem they're going that way. It seems okay. like you buy this game, you have everything you need to play. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Love the book. Still hey, want to yeah. see the damn pilot, which uh, I know, I right? To, yeah, it's uh, hey. way too busy at New York. How about uh, rude, rude the dude getting getting locked up? Dude, oh, yeah. I know. Weird, man. Yeah, he got upped and shucked, man. Did you guys talk about it already? Uh, no, no, I'm no, just, no. I'm just trying not to think about anything bad. Like I, yeah. I just, I don't. I mean, I know we've we we can uh, we, we've heard about stories where we won't name names of things that happened at conventions and things like that. And, and like what happens at conventions, I guess, kind of maybe stays Stays at conventions. But this is something that, yeah, (laughs) this is something, I mean, this is, this is a personal thing where it's like, it's like, wow. And I didn't, I did not click the link. I did not read the full story. So I don't know why he was handcuffed. It didn't say much. Something about a dog. But I I do know. He got into it. But he had a, I guess they already had a, a, an like issue restraining with order uh, uh, it's a thing against him and he violated it I guess I, I know oh, that well. I mean it, it, it benefits the, the art collectors and, and the Steve Root fans because I guess in order to make bail that uh, his his art is is at a is at a discounted price now through um, through his website so right there there is that but um, no that is one thing that uh, I, I didn't read about because it's one of those things where, I mean it's one thing to to read about some of the shady things that go on behind the scenes at the publisher level, but to, to especially with someone like Steve Rude to hear that that he's going through some troubles right now and bail is involved, that that's where I kind of just like I shy away a little bit. But that's just me. I mean, I don't want to. If, if you guys want to talk about it, then go ahead. No, no I just I, you know as interesting uh, interesting news footnote that the yes the dude is in jail. Yeah. yeah, not yeah, a whole well, lot to talk about. Jail, but uh, the I just brought it up because, as we've mentioned, uh, not too long ago, you know, he was having some financial difficulties, and yes. uh, he was having. And some your all- blink is awesome. Yeah, yeah it is. Blank, dude. And I was lucky winner of of one of those contests that he was having, and and it, the commission's awesome. So I just. Uh, it just seems like he's he's still in need, or I guess has a newfound need for some extra cheddar. So for anyone that's. Uh, Interested in some rude art? I understand he's got a bunch of uh, listings up. His wife's posted on for auction, as well as uh, you know the, the the ongoing commission work. So, if you want to help just, out the the rude dude, uh, you, you got a chance. I really, I really hope though, when when years from now, when 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 people talk about Steve Rude, they talk about Nexus or World's Finest or or just his his body, Superman of work versus Hulk. Not and and not his even that or just just I just I just hope that he's someone where we've 
you know, if you read comic book comics or, or the prose book Men, Men of Tomorrow and, and you, you, you know, you know that some of the people from the 30s and the 40s and the 50s can be, can be kind of shady and, and, you know, the things that Wally Wood did before his death and leading to his death, things like that. It's just, I hope we don't look back on Steve Rude as, as that crazy dude who couldn't get work because his mouth just kept getting him into trouble and, right, and, yeah. and he, he went to jail. Well, that's going to be part of his legacy. I know. I just, I just, I kind of want, with him especially, I kind of want the, the work to, to speak yeah. to himself. But I mean, I know that it's, it's just, I mean, because you could bring up most artists and, and one of the four of us will or me will say something snide and it's just it, 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 I don't want to do that with Rude. I think the, 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 the best advice is don't be a dumbass. You <laughs> well, know, no, seriously, uh, don't be a dumbass. Right if if, if you, you want work, you got to kiss some ass. If you have a restraining order against you, you don't go where this restraining order says you can't go. Like, don't be a dumbass. You're the one of the best artists out there. I mean, we I don't know. We don't know the specifics of, of this whole Right, escapade, right. but so we can't really talk about it. But I think that applies to every situation. Just don't be a dumbass. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, dude. Uh, d- have any of you guys peeped the? Uh, I, Vince probably has the uh, the, the new uh, Fantagraphics uh, catalog for next year. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. dude. Sexy time. Forget it. I know. I know. Tell him about it. Oh. In April of next year, Fantagraphics is putting out a coffee table book called Sexy Time, The Post-Porn Rise of the Pornosaur. <laughs> awesome. What? It's the Sexy Time, The Post-Porn Rise of the Pornosaur. I heard you. Oh, it's a... Uh, well, I'll say it again if you want a third time's the trial. Oh, hey. uh, it's a twenty nine ninety nine hardcover, one hundred and twenty pages. Uh, it's it's nine three quarters by thirteen, and it is a uh, hundred plus of the. Um, of you know this guy's hand selected of of uh, of seventies porn posters. Uh, <laughs> it looks awesome. It, it looks does. so cool. I mean, now it, what's the link for this for people who want to play at home? Because I can't remember most of them. I want to bring it up now. Uh, you, well, if you go to fanographics.com, they have a link. But um, okay. I, I have just the downloaded PDF of the catalog, which you can download off their site. So I don't cool. I don't have a link handy actually, but it, it, uh. I just got it from fanographics.com. Um, you can find it there. Yeah, I'm looking at the PDF file, but but uh, but it's it's by Jacques Boireau, who actually it says was the author of the 2009 book Portable Grindhouse, which sounds like it's right up your alley, Vince. So have it. Good. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Vintage yeah. sleaze. Vintage sleaze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you so, have Yep. It says this oversized coffee table book celebrates the art of the 70s porn movie posters. Sexy Time collects over 100 of the most outrageously over the top. 70s porn. Uh, it will include classics <laughs> like the Sex Ray Machine, Fucking Candy, a, Candy Goes to Hollywood, and the Senator's Daughter. Uh, and uh, yeah, it just uh, it looks like a bla- uh, just a total blast. I'll definitely be getting it. So, um, but Fantagraphics has got, as usual, just so many cool things coming out. The cover is uh, insane. Yeah, you know, the 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 naked writhing red haired ladies all over the and the the logo type is fantastic. I love it. It's it's perfectly in the zone. Yeah. See, I, w- I wish I, w- I wish Vince that the last time that you were in Chicago that we had gone out for smut and eggs and you know go out to the bar and then and then go. Do they do they have that anywhere out by you guys? Sm- what did you say? smut and eggs? Smut and yeah, eggs. smut and e- eggs. You go out. No. It's uh, there. There's a there's a couple places in Chicago that um, at like three o'clock in the morning they'll show like seventies porn, and oh. you can go in and get <laughs> breakfast and watch seventies porn. 
Because really? nothing goes with porn like eggs. Like eggs. Smutting eggs. There you go. Awesome. So, Jason, yeah. you're leaving out my choice. Uh, the, oh, oh, hey. The, uh, the uh, Ga Gary, Gary Panther's Doll Tokyo. Why did, yeah, I didn't get I I assumed you were going to be all over that, right? I mean, I'm the, not a this Panther thing, fan. Yeah. This thing has been in the works for... I, I've had it on my Amazon pre-order list. It seems like years, literally, like at, at least two years, what probably you, more. A Crayola's? That's just <laughs> ridiculous. You better take it back. Seriously, dude, dude, he just he just praised the burn book. Don't worry about it. Keep moving. <sighs> and and it's the long-awaited opus from the acclaimed master of American comics. And there's no hyperbole in that sentence at all. Howard Shake. Oh. Panther, oh come on! Ah, pa pa Panther's a freaking master. <laughs> that was for Jason. Marvel finally produced an Avengers book I didn't order. Guys are dicks. Thirty years. Oh, shit. Thirty years. Fuckers! Bunch of fuckers. Mario, see what I have to deal with? He is DSC. No, I know. But yeah, more Gary Panda is always a good thing. And there's there's uh, Carl Bark stuff coming out, and Josh Simmons, and what else? Another Tardy um, book. Yep, more Tardy and more Hernandez. The Lost Art of Apuk. I'm waiting for this from Malcolm McNeil. Apuk is here. William S. Burroughs, come on. Mine. Yeah, it tardy, shall be the, mine. The tardy stuff that's coming out is that more uh, Adele Bonsack? Yeah. No, it's uh, it's it uh, is, isn't it? Mon Mona Moore, the mad scientist. Oh no, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm it's um, it's a collection of four uh, New York centric stories by Tardy. Okay, yeah, and then and then there there is another Adele Bonsack volume that's coming out. Yeah, it's there's one. Listed, so. It's, Which I can't it's, wait if, for. If, if it's not out now, it's coming out like within the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm, uh, uh, I'm actually in the. Uh, I'm trying. I'm in the process of like 15 effing graphic novels right now, and I'm reading uh, Sniper winding up a shot right now, which is mm -hmm. awesome. Oh, cool. This uh, color climax, the Nordic comics now, right. edited by Ma Matthias uh, Wivel, is a twenty, thirty dollar paperback, a two hundred fifty page anthology of of Nordic comics. You have, I don't know what this, the Adventures of Jodel. I'm not familiar with. Uh, yeah, it looks great though, doesn't it? It does. It looks yeah. really cool. Uh, again, more. Uh, it looks in in the seventies vein, the little bit like. Um, I, I, no, I was going to say Barbarella, but in in theme, maybe not in execution. Um, mm -hmm. Legendary satirical 1960s pop art masterpiece of comics from acclaimed painter illustrator uh, Guy. Is it Pelair? Would you yeah, say that's Guy, yeah, Guy Pelair and Pierre Bartier? Yeah, unbelievable stuff. And you have more Floyd Godfredson. They they have a lot of good books lined up for uh, 2012, which is good because it's the last chance to get them out, right? Might as well do it in the last year, get them all yeah, out. Yeah, you got to get them all out. <laughs> I don't know. I know you're saving anything for for that next year. It won't be around. Joe, Joe Daly's Dungeon Quest Book 3. Dungeon Quest is awesome. I haven't talked about it on the show very much, but it's a great little series. Two volumes published today. Well, and, and you're also one that I'm surprised you haven't mentioned is uh, is the uh, the Harvey Kurtzman uh, yep. War Stories from EC. Corpse of the Imjin. Yeah. Harvey Kurtzman I'll be uh, definitely War Stories. You, look at that cover. Fantastic cover. 
excellent. Yeah. Fantagraphics design. is one of those publishers that doesn't get the love they deserve. I think. No, definitely because well, yeah. Oh, I, I think people that people that love Fantagraphics love Fantagraphics. Yeah, You're right. Yeah, you got another one. Came so, the dawn by yeah, Wally Wood, Al Feldstein, and and more. Uh, horror and crime shockers from the EC vault. So they're they're cherry picking. You can't blame them. Did yep. Jason, have you had a chance to uh, to jump into that that Woven Rockets um, stories yet? Uh, no, I haven't. It's Ooh, sitting literally. No, that's at, okay. It's sitting on my nightstand, ready to read next. But I I uh, I have not. Take, uh, take your time. Take your yeah. time. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Two hundred and seventy-two pages of Basil Wolverton Spacehawk. Good wow. golly! Yeah. Unbelievable selection of books. I love and, and this. One, I don't have to. Say I don't know that. what to make of this one. This, uh, this secret history of Marvel Comics, Jack Kirby, and the moonlighting artists at Martin Goodman's Empire. Yeah, I, I don't know what. I don't even know. You know, that's always one of those ones. Like, are they? Are they? I don't know what. Presumably, they have a position that they're taking in it. But I don't yeah, it know seems what to be is. focusing on Goodman, pretty mm-hmm. much, right? And 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 the the rise of that publishing empire, so it says. Uh, tells parallel story of 1930s 40 Marvel Comics sharing offices with those Goodman publications not quite fit for children. Uh, comprehensive display of the artwork uh, by Kirby, Simon, Schomburg, Everett, Jaffe, Dandy Carlo, uh, very best pulp artists, Norman Saunders, John Walter. Wow. Um, yeah, so I, I guess they yeah, the were... Good, Goodman, did he own um, some of the like, men's adventure magazines it's, and that kind of stuff? Yeah, from the pulps, it says here they were publishing CD adult-oriented books uh, yeah. leading up to the comics, and probably while they were doing it, I would assume. Yeah, neat. Yeah, I'll be getting that they were too. Making anything to make some money. Yeah. yeah, it's a little pricey though. For 168 page hardcover, it's 30 bucks. Yeah, that's in. The, I guess that's in the in the in. It falls within the brackets. So yeah, tons of good stuff from from Fanographics. Good going, well, I Mr. Grof. Jack Davis book. Or as Ooh, da- David would say, growth. Mr. Growth. growth. Gary growth. growth. Yeah, I have a growth on my neck. Well, all right, hey. Uh, before I get all shitty, did I get shitty? No, you're Steve Riker right. taught me all about goiters, by the way. Goiters, of course. Nice. Yeah, love them. Hey, this has been another episode of 11 O'Clock Comics wow. brought to you by who? Wait, we're done? Did, well, we got to do the In Your Travels. That's going to take two hours. Minutes, right? Two hours, man. Or if, when Chris shit. does, it's an hour wow, and a half. I, Right. Okay, all right. So um, I'm on a tight fucking ship, Vince. Yeah, right. <laughs> a tight ship. Guess I didn't want to talk about everything. Okay. Well, well, hey, you can slip it in the end. Leave we always have time to ramble. That wasn't going to be my uh, my new travels, but all right, whatever. When you establish a precedent, you have to follow through. We have a precedent for two plus hour and, episodes. You got to follow right, through, yeah, man. Right, but right now we're two minus. It's not even. No, it. I'm saying you know we'll catch hours. up. We'll catch up. Watch, yeah, just watch. It, we're gonna get through our in your in your travels the next six minutes. You haven't seen anything. That ain't gonna happen. Thank you, Discount Comic Book Service, for sponsoring this episode. DCBService.com. Get your books really cheap and a lot of them you can get double the amount you'd get at a regular comic store because they offer 35 to 75 percent off your favorite funny books and other comic related bric-a-brac not to mention if you're a first time um, discount comic book user you get to enter the following code in the slot and it'll get you another eight percent off what's the code david eoc8 do it they're they're the best in your travels oh boy David, if you are a fan of Jim Starlin, 
and his creator own work like <laughs> say Darklon the Mystic Yay! or Weird the the Mystic actually it was Weird the Reluctant Warrior but in this it, he's called Weird the Mystic Warrior uh Kid Cosmos and that that seldom read character called what was his name Vanth Dreadstar yes. yeah but it, it would be in your best interest to <laughs> keep an eye I mean it's it's a little too late now because the uh, Starlin's uh, series Breed 3 for Image is in its sixth issue. You'd have to do some backtracking, but keep an eye peeled for the trade of this uh, series because, well, I don't want to let any cats out of the bags, but you'll love it. That's all I'm going to say. You will absolutely love it if you're a Starlin fan. It, it is way past due, and I'm glad he's come down this road uh, and I'm alive to experience it because I thought it would never happen. But yay, yay, Jim Starlin, yay, Breed Three, yay, Image, go get it. I, I it gave me a little chubby. Well, it had to be a little. Stop! What the hell is everybody jumping on me for? My my blood, my brother's jumping on me. I don't believe it. Strong enough to take fence. I am. I got big shoulders. Huge shoulders. Uh, I, I also bought... Travels. Oh, my God. See, he's rushing, so therefore I will ramble. David, I also bought uh, three issues of E-Man today because I got them for a buck a piece. Oh, Joe Staten. By the great Joe Staten oh, drawn... Oh, or, stick up for you. You weren't. You were going to no. go and try and rush us, so go ahead. Sorry. In your travels. Yay. If you were in Chicago this oh, Sunday yeah. from 2 to 4... Uh, a fellow Forumite, Christopher Stark, has organized the yeah. second Chicago comic swap. It is at the uh, uh, the Wizard Liquid Lounge on Irving Park Avenue. Uh, Norton's going to be there. Chris Burnham will be there. So excellent, you know. Yeah, how cool is that? You know, come on in and 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 meet two of uh, two of the best and brightest. And uh, if you have some comics laying around the house that you want to get rid of and pick up some stuff that you haven't read or you've been interested in, that's the whole idea is bring some stuff in and and uh, take a look at, at what other folks bring in and just uh, pick up anything that looks interesting to you. Stop, have a couple beers, and uh, meet a few comic book creators and... Uh, uh, hang out with some uh, some other comic book fans and and get on your way. So that is from two to four this Sunday at the uh, the Wizard Liquid Lounge. And I'm gonna try and uh, I'm gonna try and drop in for uh, a few minutes. I've got curling. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, speaking of Chicago, you're all fuzzy, bro. You're all fuzzy. <laughs> what about talking about, talk about the, uh, the six uh, Top Chef? Chefs uh, from Chicago, right, Jason? You gonna watch yes, Top sir. Chef? Yep, we got yeah, six. Uh, I got six of them in this year. I'm really bummed. The uh, the premiere's tonight, right? Oh, is it? Mother yeah, it yeah, was. Uh, I, I'm at uh, uh, my hotel doesn't have. Now. Yeah, my hotel doesn't have the channel, and uh, so Damn it's it. always tricky on the DVR because if it's just called Top Chef, it'll record it. But I think if it has like yeah. a colon and another name, my DVR yeah. won't. Yeah, so it may not be recording. What, it. It's Top Chef like Dallas or some shit. All right, I gotta yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, in right. Dallas this year. But uh, yeah, I've got uh, got six uh, six chefs from Chicago. I'm very excited. Yeah, two from Chewing the same restaurant. capital, the Third Coast. You know what? It's um, <laughs> it's it's starting to get a little bit of a reputation up. Oh, in, for sure, uh, for sure. Here, so Absolutely. we got I, we got to go to Moto. Um, 
uh, in April. If you we gonna do this? Yeah, yeah, we have to come in like a day early or stay a day late so we can actually grab some. Uh, yeah, like sound that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right. Uh, well, uh, in your travels, um, it's not what I was. Well, all right. It's uh, it's not a cheap issue to get, but it's still damn worth it. Uh, like Jason and and uh, while I was without power or something, I just wanted to grab, sit on the couch and read while it was still daylight. Um, I decided to go back after only reading the first book of Pluto, and I am oh, now nice. going through it. So in your travels, oh, yeah. I say Pluto, because I, I finished a second book, and as much as I loved the first book, and it really hooked me, the second book was... Um, was a roller coaster because there is one character who uh, meets his demise in it, and and it really completely bummed me out. Uh, I do know that, that that this is a finite series; that, that there's only eight books for Pluto. So yeah, get ready for more. I, of that. I was just gonna say I would get used to that feeling. I know, I know, and it, it, and and it's just and it's and it's only the second book, and we're already you know rolling, and it's it's you know things are moving at a pretty quick pace at only by the end of the second book. So, I mean, I, I cannot wait to finish tonight and, and put aside what I was reading so I can get to the third book. And, uh, and, you know, again, um, Jim B was kind enough to send me, uh, books two, three, and four. So I do have the last half to get, but, um, it's, uh, I definitely, we've talked about it. The guys have talked about it. And, and so, yeah, in your travels, definitely check out Pluto. Even if you're not like Chris, a fan of manga, it's still, um, Oh, I loved Pluto. Exactly. So, I mean, it's, it's the only one, story, it's the only if, one I've read that I really so enjoyed. If, you know, just That's not true. If you're not a fan of manga, it's still, it, it's still one hell of a story. The characters are, are fantastic. The art is just, it's gorgeous. So, so definitely do yourself a favor. And, uh, and, and if you are going to read one manga, Make it Pluto. Yeah, Chris, you liked Gio. Um, Gio was Gio was, uh, yeah, it was it was okay. It was okay. And, and I don't um, know and, if and well, 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 I mean, Lone Wolf. And, yeah, and, um, and I, I don't know if you want me telling people this, but what about all the messages you, you direct messages you send me on Twitter about you loving One Piece, but you don't want to say it on the show because oh, yeah, that you, come on. Fess yeah, up. see, Vince, a couple months back, my Twitter got hacked. Luffy the monkey. <laughs> uh, you know, my son yeah, co- no, corrects no me all the time. Dad, it's Luffy. It's not Luffy. But it's oh, spelled Luffy. I, I, it's, it's Luffy. Any, any, any thinking person would, would pronounce it Luffy. Whatever. Exactly. Go ahead, Jason. What do you want them people to read? Well, for me, this was a really easy one. Um, in your travels, do yourself a favor and pick up... Uh, Fear Agent number 32 so I view of a series that uh, as Chris I think aptly put on Twitter this week uh, that's paralleled uh, it, it, he mentioned that it paralleled sort of the around comics the rise you know the rise of around comics kind of coincided with Fear Agent started to come out and uh, it's kind of a fitting end to a chapter and um, I, I think Rick also was, though, Rick was one of my very very first interviews yeah, was, yeah. and he kind of Told me about Fear Agent the very first time he talked to me. So yeah, yeah, it's definitely the first book that. Uh, it's, I mean, it's one of the first books that I read after hearing about purely from like the podcast world that I had had otherwise not heard of, and then uh, it was pretty early on, and and 
I picked up the few issues I had missed, and then I've been reading it ever since. I just uh, we've talked about it on the show quite a bit. It, it's been a while since an issue came out, and this is the last one, um, at least for the for the foreseeable future, but probably forever. Um, and uh, it just uh, man, I mean, I don't. I, it's it's to me. If for his 32 issues go, it's as about a perfect comic book run as you could ask for. Um, yep. Remender, this is certainly his baby, his his crown jewel, in my opinion. And I, I'm a big fan of almost everything, if not everything he's ever written. But uh, to me, this is sort of the epicenter of what makes him great because uh, he's dealing with his own characters and his own rules, and he can just do wacky stuff with it. Um, this uh, this book's penciled by uh, Mike Hawthorne and inked by John Lucas, and they they took over in this last arc. Um, after doing some some fill in work for Opeña and, and Tony and the prior arcs on occasion, but uh, it doesn't skip a beat. I think every page of every issue of this book has looked fantastic. And um, I, I guess as sad as I am to see it go, the only thing I'll say is that uh, Rick has talked about for a number of years now that once he got done with this this series and it was in the bag, he would uh, go to work on a oversized you know collector's hardcover edition of the whole thing and i just uh i'm every time i see him at a con i'm gonna be like dude get on that so uh yeah. so just a hat tip to one of my favorite creator owned series of of all time really so yeah um yeah and you think about hell, the hell talent hell fun. Yep, whenever that fun. whenever that thing started it's like remender was known in comics and so was tony a little bit uh, but you see where their careers have gone since then, and then you look at a guy like Jerome Pena. It's uh, and got Mike Hawthorne won't be far behind. You know, he's he is awesome. Yeah. So and uh, yeah, so it's really been it's really been a, a pretty awesome yeah. showcase for some talented talented mofos. Yeah. yeah, I have a letter in Fear Agent. You do? Oh, do you really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which issue? Uh, it's I don't know. It's early on. I have really? A, yeah. I'm gonna go back and find that. <laughs> no idea. Out. That's crazy. I do. That is awesome. Good oh, that's you. awesome, dude. Shit, yeah. And I, and I just I just I finished the one issue, sent him an email, and all of a sudden he's like, "I'm gonna use that." That's okay. Go right ahead. Cool. Nice. Oh, an honorable mention too, because I, I want to. We'll talk. I hope to talk about this uh, to next week at length because it deserves it. But uh, just a shout out to uh, Kevin Mellon, uh, Heart Number One. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I've not read it yet. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, Kevin's a friend of ours, and uh, he's been on a little bit of a roll lately here uh, with Love Struck and now this Heart Number One, written by Blair Butler. So, so little, I guess some notoriety there. But uh, to those that are maybe skeptical of people that are famous in other walks of life doing a book, I, I thought she did a quite a good job. She's cl- I mean, she's clearly a, a legitimate comic book fan, so it's not a case of like. Sure. Um, but uh, but Kevin, you know, I've seen Kevin's art for a lot of years. Going back to Gearhead, and uh, and he continues to get better and better, and I thought mm-hmm. this book looked great. So, um, and the old boy cut all his hair off. I know, really? yeah, I know. I saw it on Twitter. Insane. But so, congratulations, and I'll talk about it in some length next week. Cool. Yeah. And uh, what when I wanted to say, uh, speaking about Chicago, I've been informed that if you are looking for comic books in Chicago, uh, check out a place called Evil Squirrel Comics because I guess they're they're falling out a little hard times and they can use a little bit of business so um check them right. out. I yeah, I don't I've n- I'm not familiar with it, but from what I've been told, yeah, they're 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 in danger of of closing and uh Uh-oh. they they yeah. could use a little bit of support. So Evil They were a they were a um uh exhibitor at Windy City. Cool. Evil nice. Squirrel Comics, Evil Squirrel. Yeah, it's up, Keep- up in up in Rogers Park. Nice. I don't know where that is, but it's very nice. 
It's near uh, um, Loyola University. Oh, okay then. North side. North, nice. Northeast side. Hey, well, everybody. I'll have to head on up there and, and buy something. Yeah, that would be nice of you. See, that that little Maybe. little tiny Grinchy heart does get big at times. Location. <laughs> oh. Three. Ah, it's almost. Big. It's almost the season. It is. I can't wait for Christmas. Get, yeah. our, get our gifts in the house. Oh, that'd be nice. Nice. Oh, Shelly. So, everybody, hey, thank you for being here with us. We will be back again, like it or not, next week. Same uh, podcast channel, same time, which is whatever time you decide to listen to it. Thank you for being here. Uh, we it's always, Vince, when people listen, it's always 11 o'clock. See? It, because it's always 11 o'clock. It's 11 o'clock somewhere. That's right. Yeah. Thanks, people. Say bye. 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 Peace be with you.